Good morning. Oh, am I muted? Hello. No, no, now you're there. <laughs> Spring forward. Yeah, we sprung, man. Uh, you sprung. Sprung. Sprung forward. When are we going to get rid of this springing forward and back nonsense? I don't know. I think you need to run for Senate or something, you know. <clears throat> then I'd have to sit there and listen to these idiots all day long. But at least we'd get rid of our daylight saving time. <laughs> <laughs> I heard I heard Mexico got rid of theirs. Is that true? I don't know. That's what I heard. I never looked it up. I always hear every year rumors, but never anything. Yeah, nothing ever happens. Oh well. Yeah. We'll live. We'll adjust to being up so early. Mm-hmm. Can't believe I'm up at what is it, four thirty in the morning? No, you're in up the old at... time. <laughs> what is it? It's eight thirty, old time. Eight thirty, old time. Woof. That's when I'm just rolling out of bed usually. Jeez. Oh wait, cut that out. In my case, my employer's listening. Yeah. <laughs> I send all of our. Like, I advertise at your employers. I say, Bill Boomer's on our <laughs> podcast. Post it to our company's uh, social media stream. Yeah. I add at your company, Ooh. Bill Bill Boomer recorded today. He said he doesn't wake up until after 8.30. Yeah, he's full of shit. Because I can prove that's not true by all the 7 o'clock meetings I have to go to. Uh, who, who schedules a meeting at 7 o'clock? They could suck ass. I'm sorry, but... People that's in other... Too, that's too fucking early unless they're in another time zone. Yeah, usually it's people in India. East Coast? Well, shit. Yeah, way, way, way East Coast. <laughs> way East Coast. Very, very far East Coast. Well, I guess uh, I've never had to deal with time zones like that yeah see it's bill's getting hosed but he That's doesn't even ever have to leave house yeah seven o'clock so, 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 so when he's in a seven o'clock meeting he's on the shitter like he's just get he, <laughs> he's just getting ready for work I do have a seven o'clock meeting and I they're don't. like bill bill and he's like mm, oh okay excuse me <laughs> Oh. Oh. <laughs> what was that Woo. question again? <laughs> what was that splash? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, there you go. Woo. I'm stinking here. Oh, wait, you can't smell that. Never mind. <laughs> Did you smell that? <laughs> it's so big as coming through the... Uh... Interway webs. Yeah. Oh, I, for <laughs> I forgot to turn off the video. <laughs> <laughs> it has been done. Not by me. <laughs> Not by me. Yet. I don't often turn on my video. Yet. <laughs> <clears throat> I also don't take my computer in the bathroom, so. Uh, yet.
<laughs> Maybe I'll try today. As, as you're getting older, you'll uh, yeah, you're, you should try it. We might get more hits at the potty yeah, cam. Pro- probably as I get older, I'm gonna have to get Bluetooth so I can. You always be the in the potty every, every twenty minutes. Yeah. How are you gonna retire? When are you gonna retire? When am I gonna retire? Yeah. I don't know. Are you gonna just leave it up to your employer? You'll retire whenever they say you gotta get out of here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or or it just comes to a point where I'm ready, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I still got two kids to put through college. Yeah. And then support after they graduate from college and get jobs. That's right. Until they're 25 or whatever. That's why you got to say, here's the fun thing you want to do. But you got to suffer in this other thing so you can make money so you can do what you want. Very what stressful. You, what are you eating? I wasn't eating. I was I was just sealing my Belvita package. Oh, you already finished it? No, I had, oh, you... I had, I had two of the bars the other day, and I was going to have two more bars during this show. Oh. But it was open and it was bothering me, so I closed it. I folded it over. Why was it bothering you? You're not know. softening it up or anything. Could soften up with all. No, the... it's not gonna soften up. <laughs> it's already been like 24 hours in an open state. It's True. not gonna like just. I'm not. I'm saving it like that extra, <laughs> the extra hour or so I get out of. Yeah. Those things don't say, like, open, you have to refrigerate kind of bullshit. <laughs> I, I don't know if you know that. I'll tell you when I eat it. We'll see how how firm it is. Yeah. It'll be more firm now that I sealed it. Well, I should check to see if I'm recording. You better be. Uh, oh, yeah, I am. I'll check if I'm recording. I tested. I just uh, had a weird thing on my recorder that... It did, usually when you hang up on your test, it clears the recorder. This one, it didn't clear it. <clears throat> it just. Let's see if I'm recording. Recording a call. Yeah. You don't even know how to record a call. I, I do. I, it's automatic. I have an automatic thing, so it just does it without me even knowing. Oh, on Skype. Yeah. You just hit Which the I... little record. No, it it just it just runs and records Skype whenever I Skype. Oh. I actually learned the other day that it also records uh, Microsoft Team meetings. Oh. Because <clears throat> I was having a problem, or I was upgrading my, my work computer, so I had to jump on a, a Teams call on my personal computer, and it recorded it <laughs> illegally. Ah, there you go. Don't tell my company. I won't. I deleted, I deleted the file. <clears throat> Just That's added. Your ju- doesn't uh, allow you to work from home because of snafus like that. <laughs> critical information. It was not critical information. 
It was you just a standout meeting. You were talking about cake. Who to buy cake for at the next gathering? <laughs> <clears throat> I think it's pie month this month. 3.1414. Oh, 3, 3, 3. 3. 3. 3. 3. Yeah, 314. Oh, yeah, it's almost pie day. 3.14159. I don't go any farther than that. Week. What do you go to? 3.14. <laughs> that's, <even, laughs> that's even weaker. But that shows that I just don't care. In college, I used to at least go out. I used to go out 10. But it shows that I like if you go part way, then you're like, well, you're weak because you could have could have gone further. But if you go to three point one four, then, <clears throat> then clearly I... you don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, you don't give a shit. <laughs> you can't when's even the last bother. Ta- to learn... When's the last time you've had to use pi, right? You can't even bother to learn the number after four. <laughs> Come into some memory. Nope. Is it a one? Three point one four one. Three point one four one five nine, I yeah. think. I think I knew that. Somewhere I just I used brain. to be able to go out further, but then the white dots came in my brain and wiped <coughs> no, out the other digits. Your brain filled. Your brain filled up, and <laughs> that information got overridden by comic book information. <laughs> but I can't even remember the comics I read, so I. <laughs> Doesn't. <laughs> That's because nowadays the only thing we can really remember is stuff from our childhood. Yeah, all the meaningless shit. Because I got burned into the permanent flash memory. I can't remember a lot of things, though. Like, I can't remember when I proposed to my wife, I can't remember if I had told my mom or I surprised her. Like, I remember how I did everything but I don't mm-hmm. remember if I I knew my brother knew when you sure. told people yeah. you were going to do it yeah. I knew my brother went with me to get the ring but I don't know if I had told my parents like beforehand yeah, yeah. I don't think I did I think I surprised everybody because I invited everybody to a Japanese kitchen and proposed there on the day of my graduation. That was a busy day, man. I graduated, (laughs) I proposed, and then that night I went with my best friend to see Dead Leonard. So, God, it was a busy day. So you you proposed to Barb and then said, all right, I'm out of here. I, I proposed, and uh, I'm going to go out with Regina to the bar tonight <laughs> <laughs> to celebrate. Wow. I was even asking Barb, like, what? Did I not invite you? What did I do? Like, what? Yeah, that's weird. That's like, like, she could have gone to the bar. She was at bar age. Like, why did I? I don't remember this kind of stuff. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> like, will you marry me? Yes. <clears throat> Yay. Will, will you marry me? All right, All right I'll go. Oh, I gotta be, go. <laughs> I gotta be out tonight. I'm gonna go see Dead Leonard. <laughs> I'll see you. Maybe I'll catch you tomorrow or something. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Give me a call sometime. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't remember the day I graduated either. I'd have to go look at my diploma, but 
I knew it was in December. And I knew That's I had why a job. I graduated I in December to too. I knew I had to be I knew I started work on January 17th. And uh I don't I don't remember when we I think we moved to Colorado in December. December 30th. So, wow, Barb remembered. So, we moved. I remember, too, that our U-Haul truck broke. That was interesting. So, we had all our stuff in a U-Haul truck. And we had nothing. Like, we had, we basically had our two beds and we pushed them together. (laughs) And that was like that for... they were the same height. They were. They could be the exact same height, though. Maybe they're off a couple centimeters, but they were pretty close. I guess that's okay. You usually stay on your own side. Yeah. And we didn't even have a kitchen table, like, the whole time we were in the apartment. We had, like, a fold-out kid table. like. Oh, like a card table? It, it was Well, it was like a table that folded out and had two benches, like one that you take to a picnic for kids. Oh, like a... Yeah. Was it little? Yes. <laughs> wow. We had one of those. And we didn't have a couch or anything. We had like bean bags. That's all we had. And then we bought a couch. Is it because you didn't bother bringing stuff or you just didn't have them to begin with? We didn't have anything. You guys didn't like live in apartments or anything when you were in college? No, I li- we both lived at home. I don't think I knew that. You lived at home for your whole... Yeah. College. I told you my dad told me he said I can't I can't pay for any of your college, but if you want to stay here while you get your degree, you're welcome yeah. to. Yeah. Save you <clears throat> save on that. Yeah. So I took advantage of that. So how is your col- how is the college experience living at home because that's like a diff- I think a different experience than living in the dorms it was no different other than I was not at home very often in other words I'd get home at midnight and then leave around 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. so where'd you where'd you go between classes <clears throat> to the uh, the the engineering building to study or the library when did you party? I didn't. Yeah. I didn't until my senior year when I met a French Canadian named Pierre. I'm you went to a strip club. Oh, I did that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's different because when I, like when I went off to college <clears throat> freshman year, we were going off to parties left and right. Oh no, I didn't party at all. Like, period. I mean, I, I went to that Smart. strip club party, which was an IEEE thing. They didn't know we were doing that, but that was just an extra benefit. I didn't even start drinking until, like, I was 24, pure, like alcohol. Yeah. I think the first time Maybe I Maybe I was 23, I was, 23. I was 16, I think. Yeah, you're Canadian, though. That's true. The drinking age was 19, so... Yeah, it's a good day, eh? 
you gotta have some <laughs> beer and bag bacon, right? I know. After and then, after and then you went Yeah, after years of SETV and Bob and Doug McKenzie, I couldn't wait to have my first beer. Gotta have some bag bacon, eh? But I didn't drink a lot back then. Not until I got to college. No, that was you were snorting coke. You're like, I don't got time for that. I never did coke. <laughs> I've never done coke my entire life. Well, I haven't done anything. I haven't done heroin. I haven't even smoked a cigar. Cigarette. I haven't done meth. I've I haven't. A, I haven't smoked a cigarette. I mean, I've gotten plenty of what do you call it? Secondhand smoke. Secondhand smoke. I almost did a did a a cigar a cigar for one of my friends bachelor parties but i'm glad i didn't because i ended up throwing up anyway just because of all the cigar smoke in the room <laughs> yeah cigars i've never gotten into oh god they're awful like i even have cigars. a gag reflex ever since that <clears throat> that time because yeah. I, didn't, I wasn't exposed to cigars so like being in a in a apartment room or whatever we were in we were in a hotel it was such a weird bachelor party it was so strange because the stripper wasn't even good looking or anything and i, oh, I the just... cigars were at the bachelor party yeah the cigars were at the bachelor party it seemed like you had one crazy night and then that was it yeah, what do you, you mean enough after that <laughs> No, I had a couple of crazy nights. I, well, I guess the strip club was a different crazy night. Well, no, I drank a lot that night, but but I didn't feel it. I felt a little lightheaded because they pumped so much oxygen into the goddamn casinos and stuff. Because I gambled, too. I, I learned to play craps. My professor was teaching me to play craps. <clears throat> and then you got Wasted Heroes drinking that uh, cotton candy beer. Yeah. And then dancing with the Hooter Owl. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. That's why I never liked beer. I just never acquired a... A taste for it. Yeah, the only time I, I was drinking beer was at Heroes. With Campbell. That, what, 12%er or 10%er I would drink? Oh, Cape... the uh, monkey. <laughs> the golden monkey, monkey or... yeah. Yeah. right yeah that's a that's a heavy duty one well it'd land me on my ass for at least an hour i would and then i'd have a fucking hangover yeah i like beer i like the taste of beer but i don't drink beer anymore i never drank it and then when i did i would i would do social drinking in other words when i go out with my father-in-law when we go to the movies we'd always go to the movies that gave beer and then one year I got the gout and I associated it totally with that long beer I drank. Mm-hmm. And I never drank it again. I don't think I've had a beer since gout. I mean, since I had that flare up. Yeah, probably not because I don't remember you talking about any occasion where you would have. Yeah, but that stripper was very strange looking and it was just one stripper and there's a bunch of guys mostly people from our basketball team and 
I just remember my friend, like, the guy that was getting married didn't want the stripper all over him. So when the, she came in the door, she said, who's the groom? And they pointed to me. And then she was all over me. But I said, no, I'm not the groom. <laughs> but uh, like, please. I, I remember my other friend, like, drinking out of her shoe. And I said, oh, that's disgusting, man. <laughs> Like he was Out drinking of the a shoe? yeah oh my god it, it looked and, and this shoe didn't even look sexy it looked like it had been worn many years <laughs> it was an awful looking high heel shoe it's as worn as the skin on her face mm. that's all I remember from that that's disgusting yeah I would not. I wouldn't drink from anyone's shoe. I wouldn't even drink from my own shoe. So I did a lot, and I was with people that partied Shocking. a lot. I just didn't. I just didn't drink. People knew I didn't do that. Yeah. <clears throat> I had to drive a bunch of drunk engineers around. My Tau Beta Pi initiation it was the Engineering Honor Society. I had to drive a bunch of drunk engineers around that was terrible that was the worst one of the worst things i've ever had to do <laughs> can imagine we used to go to a lot of parties at like frat houses my brother was in a frat and he still hangs out with people that he was in the frat with yeah my brother was way more of the social i was ver very academia oriented mm -hmm. like i I didn't have time. I was either I was working two jobs on the weekends. I'd work McDonald's, and then at the base, I was working at least three days a week. And I, God, I didn't have any time. And then with all the studying, I didn't have time to do shit. I was lucky <laughs> to watch the Lobo game at every Friday or Saturday night on TV. And so watch Law and Order. I remember So did your that. brother live at home when he was in college, or did he live, live in the frat house? My brother was in the frat house. Yeah. So he, he was... had a very different college experience than you. <laughs> oh, he's very different than me, period. Yeah. My brother is more like my dad, like more extrovert. And I'm more of my, like my mom, introvert. Yeah. I, I I'm not shy, though. You know that. Like I'm, I, I'm not like that introvert. Like I'll get up in front of a crowd and do stuff. Mm -hmm. I just don't like. I don't make myself real social around people I don't know, unless I'm singing karaoke or something like right, that. Right, you're not like a social butterfly. Yeah, yeah. Buzzing around, talking to everyone. Yeah, I prefer just to keep to my circles. Or yeah. my brother, he he'll go meet. He'll go into like a bar and then meet like five different people. Yeah. Yeah. That's like my dad. He knows my neighbors here in my house more than I do. <laughs> yeah. I'm the, yeah. My situation is, is similar. Yeah. Because I think. Oh, I know my immediate neighbors, but yeah. But I'm not like. Uh... Not like my parents used to know their neighbors. I don't get like anxiety when I have to speak in front of hundreds of people. Like I, I get the yeah, usual anxiety, yeah, but I'm not scared. Like yeah. 
That's I'm different not, though. I'm not, that's but, not but, social, really. Yeah. You're not afraid to... Yeah, I guess that's still not social. Like, I yeah, wasn't I was afraid say... to, like, take over the DC panel when the Dan DiDio didn't show up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where Daryl was like, we're going to get caught. We're going to get caught. I just got up there and just started fucking talking. And when the guards were coming, Daryl left me behind on the table talking. So it's like, <clears throat> Daryl and oh. Keith were gone. But they said, we had priors, bro. You don't have priors. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, Daryl, as a <laughs> as a man of color, probably has different concerns. Yeah, probably. Understandably. Yeah. So the, so we missed a week because you had to you had to eat food apparently. So you blew yeah. me off. You had to eat food. Yeah, it was a busy week. Last week we found out that Harley had cancer. Oh yeah, sorry about that. It's, uh... Yeah, we didn't know. She had just like well, she had a tooth out. That, right? She had the tooth taken out, and then they sent yeah. samples, and they're like, "Okay, she's got cancer." Yeah. And then we went the re- for a consultation. Yeah. No, we Is went. The reason to... the tooth had problems. Well, that's probably probably it. <clears throat> it was a weird tooth. Like we knew something was wrong because the gum wasn't the gum. Like you'd push against it, and this white ooze would come out. Like it was, it was, it was weird. And uh, they removed that, and then uh, I guess ten days later we got the call and said, you know, unfortunately she's got cancer. We need to send her to a specialist. So we took her to the specialist, mm-hmm. and then they removed an additional three teeth and. A couple, a centimeter of a bone out of her jaw, and right now we're waiting for the results of that. But she's doing pretty good, like way better. I think way better than I expected for sure, and I think way better than Barb expected. Like we thought, yeah, she. We thought there'd be like a lot more. We thought there'd be a lot more blood involved, and based she she actually had a better response to this surgery than she did for that local dental thing but she did have an overnight stay but uh she she had a way better reaction like i can't really tell much of a difference other than she's bleeding a little bit from her nose because ear, nose, and throat are all connected. But they, they mm-hmm. told us to expect that. Okay. <clears throat> and then uh, she hasn't gone upstairs at all, which is unusual. But she I don't know if she doesn't want to do the stairs or what. But I know she can do stairs. And then yesterday, she, they told me not to walk her more than, like I guess, a quarter of a mile or half a mile. And she just wanted to go. So I, I walked her a little less than normal. But still about a mile and she she wanted to go longer so it's like she's not come on mike you're in charge though you're supposed to yeah she's she's very stoic i don't know if you knew this but barb's the alpha and i and and harley's the beta and i'm the charlie in this family (laughs) i'm the lowest of the low I knew Barb was the alpha. Yeah. 
Well, Harley's above me. In the pecking order? Yeah. I'm at the bottom. <laughs> don't know where I am. I'm Harley's bitch. That's what I am. She yells at me to take her, and I take her for a walk. But hopefully we'll get the results back and it won't be. They said they think they got it all, but I guess they won't know until they they test it. That's good. <clears throat> what are they going to test? The material that they took out. But how does that ensure that they got it all? Well, because they, they, they have margins, right? They they dig as deep as they can, and if it's not in the upper margin, then you know, like the deepest area, then it didn't spread to that area. Oh, so they'll check the out the surrounding <clears throat> yeah. area or the outsides of what they took out to make yeah, sure. Yeah, the no outside margin. Those areas. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Well, I'm, hopefully this is it. Yeah. I hope so. We did book our. Plane and hotel for Heroes Con. I saw that. Yeah. I need to do that. I'm excited. I've been. It was very expensive. The flight. Was the, it? The flight was really expensive because we had we compared it to last t flight. The the flight because we had the credit from last the last flight because we canceled it because oh, of covid 2020 yeah was it 2020 it did, did we go did we go in 2019 uh was that our last year heroes probably okay so we went 2019 2020 we canceled 2021 they didn't have one and then 2022 they were back right uh i thought they were back last year Okay, maybe they were. Well, this last is 2023. Year is 2022. Yeah, 2022 they did. Yeah. And then 2023 they're doing. I know. I'm looking through my badges to see where, if I have a heroes. What my last heroes one is. Is this heroes? No. I don't know. I can't find a heroes except for 2015. I know the last one there. We met Kirk. We did. We had lunch with Kurt. Yeah. So whatever fun. year that was, that was the last year we had been to a con. So I hadn't been to a con since then, period. I've been to like a hotel con, but those aren't cons. Yeah. Those are those one. are those don't even have artists or anything. That I've been to the, only the sales like when vendors go into a central place and sell their wares. I've only been to those places. That's crazy. I've yeah. been to conventions last year. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going this year pending it if some something bad doesn't happen with Harley, but we'll, we'll still cancel. But uh, it was expensive. Our, you know, our flight for both of us, I think, was a grand originally <laughs> for that flight in 20. 2020 and now it's yeah. it's like three grand so oh, that that's two grand more and that's with using all our points like we we had accumulated we have a united 
what do you call it, yeah. credit card, and we had a lot of points that we yeah. hadn't used. That's using all our points. And we didn't even use our, our credit because it turned out you can't use both. You can't use like, oh, our I have an unused, an unused flight and points. Yeah. So Barb did the math and said it's cheaper for us to use our points than it is to use our $1,000 credit. And then we'll use our $1,000 credit to fly back home or something like that. But uh, Crazy. Yeah, I know for sure uh, airfares have gone up a lot since... I just didn't realize that much. <laughs> I think it depends on... I actually looked at the flights for me to go to Charlotte and... They actually weren't that bad. Yeah, I don't know what your gas prices are here, but we're paying over $4 a gallon in Colorado, so it's pretty Yeah, those are not expensive. that high. I mean, it's around there. I don't know what it is exactly, three-something. It's like almost $70 for me to fill out, fill out my tank of gas. Yep, we've got the inflation. Yep. Yeah, but hopefully it'll be fun to go to Heroes again. We did we did get the uh extra ho big hotel, so if you do decide to go, you have that front room where you could put your snoring machine. <laughs> <laughs> My heartbeat machine. Yeah, your heartbeat. Well, that would be That would be fun. Yeah. That's my some of my favorite parts of the going to heroes are just hanging out in your room. Yeah, some good times. Good but times. Uh, someday we'll actually record a, a uh, in-person episode. We should do yeah. it even if it's half an hour. Yeah, I'll let you take your your computer and we'll do it there. You can just use a phone. Yeah, you can do that. I'll let you use your phone. We can do video, and then we can throw it up on the YouTubes, and then we can be rich. <laughs> Goddamn rich. With the YouTubers. Is that where the money's at? That's where the money's at. Yeah. YouTube. Podcasts? Well, I guess if you're very famous, then you can make money on podcasts. Yeah, I don't know too many people that are raking in the bucks I know some people that get sponsors but they're the unusual sponsors oh you can get man shaved or whatever <laughs> what not <laughs> what not all kinds of weird shit but uh, they're yeah I don't know anybody that makes any maybe some of them make some of their like expenses so yeah. they're they wash out and I guess that's a win because, you know, storage costs and all that stuff adds up. Yeah, I don't know the actual numbers behind any of these. I don't know, like, how many views you need on YouTube to make enough money to live off of. And then, or even what, what, how much money that actually is. Because well, to live for, off is different Crunch, for different uh, people. You could ask Keith Holland. He does that. Yeah, he's the closest. He's the closest to quitting his job and trying to, to to make it. I don't. I've never asked him like how that's panning out. I I have seen him post that it's rough. Like it's it's very hard, like hard to like turn 
profit. I think YouTube might have changed the way they do they pay or something. I don't know the details of it. But to, I know a lot of a lot to of your people benefit doing, or not to your benefit. Not to your not it's never to your benefit. <laughs> <laughs> not to your benefit. I think that's why people are doing manscaping ads within the shows and things mm-hmm. like that. Because they get more money that way than from just regular ads. But I don't know. Speaking of sponsors, uh, Bill's going to shave his balls this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Live on the YouTube stream. (laughs) I don't think YouTube allows that, unfortunately. (laughs) So you have to go to our OnlyFans page for that. You have to go to the the Red Room. (laughs) You have to go to our Red Room. Oh my God, Lovesick got got crazy, man! <laughs> Holy shit, did it go in some dark, dark, dark places? It started out pretty crazy. So. And even the artist said, like, by doing this, she she thinks that she might not get another job because, like, she's even made her <laughs> friends uncomfortable with the latest few issues. Wow, like. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. It I got it, to it, it 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 got really dark fast because it goes into her past when she's uh. un, like she's underage. Like it goes in, when when she gets recruited by this cannibalistic organization, it it gets into that. Like it's insane. Interesting. It, it, it makes you feel uncomfortable, and then you read the back matter on what she, like, she says how she learned about this stuff and what she learned about. And I hope the back they're, matter's they're, in the trade. Otherwise, I'm going to have to find the same issues. No, but it's like she talks about, like, her research on Twitter, like, like and how she was chasing down these these areas where people were going to like really dark places where there were people that were suicidal that wanted to be eaten and stuff like that. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Oh my God. Yeah. That, that one went nuts. And I, it makes me think a lot about it because you don't think that a lot of this shit exists, but God, it's right in front of you. If you look for it, I think. Yeah. I do appreciate that she puts the back matter in because it's always interesting to see <clears throat> if and how much this stuff is based on real real things. Well, her articles how are, much of it her is... articles are more like I I like I get more out of hers than I do the guy who translated because he writes his own stuff like where he's coming from and where he got the dialogue from and stuff like that. Oh, really? But it seems like she, like, really dug in. Like, she went to these dark places, and she went into those worlds. Yeah, did the like, research, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. It is, because, I mean, that's almost worth reading on its own. 
Well, it's not what it started out to be. What it started out to be, it started out to be Domino's, like, uh, Donna Matrix video shoots. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then then it just went into some crazy-ass places. Like, yeah, that's crazy. That one is good, and then I, I I read I read another revolvers, and I I really like that where that's where that's gone because it it builds out his character a lot more, and like I understand what happened in the first one, like he's not alive anymore, he's dead, so it it explains a lot, like that Detroit cop, like. <clears throat> I'm trying to remember which one that was. He was the Detroit cop that was in that 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 bad part of Detroit, and then it and then it got yeah. real like hellish at the end. Oh yeah yeah yeah. 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 Well, he's dead. That's why it went sure. hellish. Like he's he's not alive. Yeah, I figured. I think I figured he was dead. Yeah. So that one that one got interesting too. So, so. it just does it just switch over to that other world or whatever? No, because it gives a lot. Your... There's two worlds that. In that comic book, there's the hellscape where he's trying to find out how he died. Like, he doesn't know how he died. He's trying to find out and kind of solve stuff. And then there's there's all the backstory, which goes back into, like, the affairs he was having and all kinds of crazy stuff as he was a cop. And then his, like, cop partner was is corrupt and it seems like he has something to do with his death and that cop's new partner knows a lot. She's a female cop and she seems to know about like what happened and like, I don't know. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty good. I like it. That's cool. What was it called again? Revolvers. I revolvers. I was going to look at my review of it. Yeah. I didn't give it a good review in the first one. So, I remember that when he jumped to the hell place, it was kind of disorienting. Yeah, we lost interest. It still, it still has an element of confusion to it. Like I'm still a little confused on some parts. I almost want to go back and read the other one, but uh, I've already filed it away. So I wish it was like accessible on the apps, like DC and Marvel. Then I'd just go refresh my memory but I already got too much shit to read but I went on a Charles Bronson run I, I watched all of the death wishes so I got that's a, that's a lot well there are that's five well it's almost two decades worth of movies but it's spread across five movies yeah and then there was the Bruce Willis remake, but I had only seen Death Wish 2. That's the only one I saw, which is the most vile one. Like, Death Wish 2 is, is brutal. Like, it's almost like in the category of X, in my opinion. Like, it it's just, it's vile. It, it's hard to stomach. Yeah, I don't remember what, I, I don't know if I've seen, I, don't, I think I've seen the first one. Well, Death Wish one. So he lives in New York, and he's he's like a, a surveyor. He he like uh, does like building projects for people that want him to, to like grow buildings and 
shopping malls and all kinds of stuff or suburb you know like build houses in the suburbs he does one of, i don't know what they call them surveyors or planners or whatever that's his job and his wife and daughter go out on to, to just regular grocery shopping <clears throat> and i guess when you go grocery shopping in new york a lot of people that don't have a car just have it delivered right you go grocery shopping they put your stuff in a in a a bag or whatever and say deliver to this address well these heathens one of them's jeff goldblum sees the address and then let's break in so they say groceries here so they they get in there they beat up his wife and then they start raping the daughter and then the wife goes to grab for the phone and they kill the wife and they stop raping the daughter but then the the daughter loses like she can't speak anymore after that she's she's committed to a sanitarium <clears throat> and then he goes out on a job in Arizona and he he, he was a uh, a guy against gun, guns in the Korean War so he was a medic and uh this guy get takes him out to gun you know like gun things and he's he's an awesome shooter cuz he he knew how to shoot and he goes back to New York and just starts killing people like a vigilante. But he never runs into the guys that killed his wife or his daughter. He doesn't even know who they are. He just kills them. Mm -hmm. So he only kills about six people. But in New York, he becomes like a hero. And the New York guy that captures him decides to let him go if he leaves New York. So he leaves New York. He goes to Chicago, uh, your, your hometown. And then he uh, somehow makes his way to L.A. And then you're in Death Wish 3. where, it, And they make the criminals crazy. Like, it's almost like Mad Max, like crazy killers. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's almost like crime just rules the streets wherever he goes. And there's no police. There's no order. There's There has to be a vigilante because there's there's just just chaos. And in that one, they steal his wallet and they get his ID and go back to his house. And it's it's brutal rape of his maid. And they they capture his daughter who he just got out of the hospital who can't speak. And they take her and they they raped her at their place. And then she jumped out of a window and, and impaled herself. And then he goes and seeks vengeance. And he knows who these guys are because he came back home when they took his daughter. He knew every single one of them. So he hunted them down to the death. And then the third one, which I like the most, the third one I like the most because he's protecting a bunch of old people from gangs in New York again because he goes to visit a buddy. His buddy gets killed. And it, it's chaos in this 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 part of town and uh he becomes a vigilante for the older people and then the fourth one is a drug related one where he get by the way in all of these movies he meets another woman he gets emotionally attached and then that woman dies except for the third one the woman finds out what he's doing and she just leaves but in the fourth one he's with another woman and he kind of is ready to adopt a girl and uh, she gets, she overdoses on Coke. 
so he becomes uh working with some unknown entity uh a guy who hunts down all of the coke dealers and then in the fifth one that's weird he's dating like a a person that run, runs one of those model you know like what do they call it runways where they 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 rock the the they do the modeling and yeah. she had an ex-husband who was a gangster and he runs a lot of the crime in there and he kills his girlfriend who is the model and then he seeks vengeance on them so <laughs> the plots are all the same but it was kind of quite the journey and i had to watch it across three streaming services the first one i watched on showtime which i i had gotten a one month subscription to so i got mm -hmm. I, I was able to capture death wish on showtime later to find out it was on amazon prime but uh was able to watch it there before my subscription expired and then the next three were on stars and I have stars through direct TV, which allows mm -hmm. me to have the streaming service as well. So I watched the next three on stars and I watched the finale on, on Amazon prime. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely never watched all of them. Like I said, I think I've only seen the first one. Maybe that would be uh interesting though to watch them all yeah i enjoyed it i i the hardest one to watch is the second one because it's just it is so i don't know how they shot it but it like crosses the line of where you you can't really it, it gets bad the other ones are kind of like off panel mm -hmm. like they're vile and stuff like but... in terms of violence yeah in terms of violence death wish 2 is by far the the worst but he has like in the fifth one there's one of the guys from the kids in the hall that plays like this cross-dresser guy with dandruff that is a like an assassin for the mobster and he gets killed by a robot robotic soccer ball so it's like there, there's there's all kinds of most of the deaths are pretty straightforward until you hit three and that's when they he has a friend that has weapons from the korean war and they they just put out like one of those gatling gun machine guns and out the window and just starts shooting up gangsters but uh yeah some of the deaths in the later ones involve like poison and all kinds of other things. Mm -hmm. Acid baths. They're worth watching for sure. They're crazy. They, they started in the 70s and then went all the way till I think 85. Yeah, I didn't even, I honestly didn't even know there was five of them. Yeah, and then sure the, they were straight to watch video the Bruce by Willis. The end. Well, I know the first two were the theatrical releases. I saw the second one at the theater when I was really young. <laughs> That's uh, interesting. Yeah, I don't. Remember, I remember. I always remember hearing about it. So there must have been like commercials or something when I was a kid that I used to see. Mm-hmm. 
because I definitely remember its existence and knowing about it when I was young. So my guess is that they, when it was in the theaters, they would play trail whatever commercials on TV that I I would see. Yep. So I that I spent a lot of time over the last week watching a uh, a lot of Death Wishes. <laughs> I didn't watch. I did watch. Uh, in, speaking of revenge type movies, I did watch the the remake of Old Boy. I don't think I saw the original Old Boy. The original one, I think, is Korean. Oh, this was a. What was the Old Boy? Was it? Did it have a? Has Josh Brolin. Yeah, I've heard about this one. And Elizabeth Olsen. Did you like it? I did. I found the only thing I didn't like is the fight scenes were like, to me, completely unrealistic and looked really bad. Like, didn't look realistic at all. So that was the only disappointing factor. There's a couple of fight scenes where it's just like, this is just bad. I mean. What do you know, mean, it, like bad, like extreme, or no bad, like there were really bad choreography. Yeah, for both, like choreo- choreography and the I fact mean, that there's there's no way he would survive them. Like he goes up against a guy, bunch of guys with like weapons, and somehow takes them all out. And it's like, how did how does he? None of them hit him. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay but, with that kind so, of extreme. I, I, what I would bother me is if the choreography of the fight is, is yeah, terrible. Yeah, that's the other part. Is it was, I didn't think the it just looked it looked stupid. I thought. Yeah. I don't know. But the uh, Josh Brolin and Elizabeth Olsen are both awesome. So all of the like more personal moments of it are all really good. And the story, I mean, it's a it's an interesting story. So. Yeah, I want to see that one. Is that on Netflix? Uh, I think I did a DVD for that one. Okay. I don't know if it's streaming. Let me see. Streaming somewhere. Just watch. I like those two actors, so there's something that would interest me. Yeah, that's honestly, that's why I watched it. I watched, I like I watched a movie I didn't like that I thought I would like. I thought I would love it. Everything, everywhere, all at once, or something like that. I think it's an Academy Award nominee. Everything, always. Everything. Everything, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. I'm Michelle Yao. Yeah, it has, and it has a. Short Jamie round. Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. I really thought I would like this thing. And it's getting critical reviews. But I just found it like maybe I I was I, I found expectation I, I found it's too weird for me. Like mm. I it was too weird for me to enjoy. Uh, which is very weird for me to say. But uh Yeah, I didn't like it. That was one of the movies I I had gotten the 30 day trial on Showtime because I wanted to watch, and uh, 
I think no, my wife, short, I think Barb, Barb liked it more than I did, but I think she was not as impressed with it as we, because we wanted to see it at the theater. And I like Michelle Yeoh, like she's one of my favorites. Yeah, I'd like to, I want to, I'd like to see it. You might like it. I found it ridiculous. <laughs> I don't, cause there, In terms of the concept? Well, well, there's people... I don't get when I post stuff about movies, I don't get like a lot of responses, but go look at my Facebook one for it, man. It's extreme. Like there's people that it's polarizing because there's half of my friends that says I felt exactly the same way. Like this was terrible. And then there's other people that said this is the best movie of the year. So yeah, Mm. it's, it's polarizing. What You'll... did uh, Cunningham say about it? I think did he, he liked it. That's, that's, that sounds about right. Let me see if I can find it. Because he might have said something. He likes more pretentious stuff, though. This, 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 I don't know. I don't even know if this was pretentious. I don't know how to describe it. Oh, I tried to put a reserve on it at the library. It says I already have it in my list reserved. Well, so you already knew. Oh. You must have told me about it before. Or maybe I saw your post. <laughs> Either that or or you... Well, because it's in the Academy Awards, wanted to check right. it out. I, I might have heard of it. Yeah, that could be too. So apparently I'm aware of this movie. I just forgot. It's a bad... It's, I, don't, I guess I had a hard time remembering that title. That's an awful title. Yeah, I just want, I post so much shit, so I'm going to Facebook because I don't post as much. But, uh... I, I did watch a couple TV shows that I okay. wanted to talk about. Yeah, why don't you just talk about those t- so I can find the... Who uh, I gotta figure this. out what... One of them has a weird name, though. I gotta... I can't I have to look it up. What was the weird name one? Uh... And I have to find it by looking up the actor because I don't know. So the actor in it is Harold, uh, how do you say his name? Perrineau, who was in Oz and he was in uh, Showgirls and a bunch of stuff. From, I think that's what it's called. There's a terrible name for you. <laughs> Try to remember that one from. <laughs> yeah, that's I wouldn't remember that. <laughs> and this was on, I think it was on MGM Plus or something like that. I had a like free week, so I was I found this show to watch, and it's a it's an inter- it's a very interesting concept. It, it was it was quite good. Not as good as Lockwood and Co. And Co, but it was good. So the 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 high level concept is, so it opens with this family in their RV. They're going on this uh, family trip. <clears throat> it's the the parents and I think they had two kids, and so they're driving along. Everything's fine, and then they come up to this uh, tree in the middle of the road, blocking the road, and they're like, well, "What the hell?" So they turn around and go back the other way and drive and drive and drive and they drive through this town 
and they try to I think yeah, so they just drive they drive through this town. This is like this little town in the middle of nowhere and they and then they keep driving. And then they keep driving and they come back to the town again. And they're like, "Wait a second. How did we come back to the same town? It's like we were driving in a straight Circle, line." Circle. Yeah. So they try to talk to the people and no one will no one will talk to them in the town and they're like, "What the what the hell?" So they they turn around and go the other direction and they end up back in the town again. <laughs> and they're like, "What the hell's going on?" But it turns out so that there's this town where they don't know how people get there, but when people get there, they can't leave. Like you're stuck in this town. And and um, at night, these like uh, I guess you could call them like creatures come out like of the out of the woods, and they you have to you have to hide indoors or you have to hide from them because they'll well they can't come in a house. But if you let them in, then you'll die because they'll they'll eat you. Oh, so like vampires, you have kind to let of. The, you have to welcome them in to your yeah, house. Yeah, you have to welcome them in. Yeah. But uh, they they take the appearance of like people you know, like dead relatives of yours or whatever, or just other people, or like little kids, and they'll be like, "Please let us in, let us in," or like an old lady, "Please let me in your house." Yeah. It was good, and as the series. How many episodes is it? It was eight episodes. It was one season. What was that on? That's. I think it was MGM Plus. Oh, I don't get that. Yeah, it was. (laughs) I had it free for a week, but it's good. Hopefully, it'll eventually come other places. Well, that's that's what's nice about the free for a week. If you could like, if you know there's like a couple things you want to watch, you can take advantage of those things. Yeah, it was great for an yeah. eight-episode show. It was yeah, like, perfect. <laughs> I got my money's like... worth on Showtime. I watched, I watched like six movies, and I really wanted to watch X. That's why I got it, cause okay, yeah, that's what drove me to to get it. And then the other that sounds show good. I, I mean, that sounds like something yeah. I'd be interested. That's two yeah, things good. I'd be interested in watching. Especially they go like into like as the show goes on, you you learn about the people in the town and stuff, and kind of how they got there and the history of the town. And then people start getting like noticing some kind of c- clues and stuff about what's really going on, and trying to figure out how ways of possibly escaping. Yeah, that was good. And then what was the other show I watched? I'm blanking on it. Well, here's some of the comments I got from everything, everywhere, all at once. Okay. So Matt Kramer says, I loved it, but I can understand your feelings about it. Kyle Miner, who I've met from CGS, says, I suppose I'm with you, Matt Kramer. In other words, he liked, he loved it. Nick from the Star Joes guys said one of my favorite movies last year. And then I posted most people loved it that I know. I could not wait for it to be over. <laughs> and I got a lot of like smiley faces from it, but Stacy Stace Bob said mm-hmm. I'm officially adding could not wait for it to be over to my review responses. <laughs> My aunt Jeanette said, I did not get it either. We must be related. 
Uh, another friend in Albuquerque says, I didn't really care for it. Making her daughter the bad guy kind of struck a nerve with me. But Jamie Lee Curtis was great. Ian Levenstein says, that wasn't the point at all. And then he goes on to explain what what the movie was. But yeah, uh, you should have got out of it. So it's uh I got I, I got the impression. No, I didn't I, I didn't I didn't I didn't like I, I understood everything Ian Levingston said. I just didn't like yeah. it. It sucked. Um uh yeah, it happens. Somebody said I enjoyed it more on the second viewing, and this is interesting too, because I'm seeing people that I've never I I didn't even know I was friends with. This person <laughs> I didn't know I was following her. Said I enjoyed it more the second viewing. This guy Lee Hester, he was he's some somehow involved in comics, but this one's interesting because it has a reply from Eric Larson himself. So I'm gonna read this one. Ooh. So Lee Hester says, I saw it in a theater with my wife. I appreciated some of what they did, but I didn't enjoy it, and I was glad when it was over. As it turns out, we both felt that way, and we would have left early if either of us had suggested it. <laughs> and that's exactly – like Barb was like, yeah. do you want me to pause it? Because I was going in and out of the room. I couldn't take it. It was like awful. And then <laughs> he says, sometimes you can put too much into a movie, too many turns, too many twists, too many flashbacks and backtracks. And he says, after a while, the viewer is worn out. At least this one yeah, was for that. him. Eric Larson says, Lee, we waited until my wife's birthday to watch this, and I felt much the same. That was kind of a bummer. <laughs> and then Lee replies, and he says, it was a rare date night for us, too, on Valentine's Day. Not a great ending for a date. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get out of there feeling amorous. Dominic says, it is a banana pants. I watched it 15 minutes of it. I need to watch the whole film. And then that guy Lee replies, I like that expression, banana pants. Jerry Atkinson says it was phenomenal. My uncle says I couldn't watch it, not my style of movie. And then Garrett, who's who I know from the Valiant podcast, uh, says it was both a homage to other films and a story of relationships so a mother and daughter can have characterized in a fun multiversal adventure. So like... I don't get many of that comments, but that was a lot of comments. And the yeah, fact that Eric Eric about... Larson read this thread, <laughs> it was pretty interesting. That is funny that he... Because <laughs> him and his wife watched it together. He, he, he probably only commented because he had the same experiences as that, that other guy person. That guy Lee did, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder, I'm curious now to see if I... Because I'm at the point now where if, you're gonna you're gonna fall watching, on one side or the other. You're not gonna fall in the middle. I there's no way. Yeah. But I was gonna say I'm at the point now in my life now where if I'm watching a movie and I get like half hour in and I'm not into it, I'll just quit right there. This has been like the only movie since Antichrist that I almost turned off. Yeah. And I would say I, I, I and, and I would say I enjoyed Antichrist better because. At least at the end, I got my 15 minutes of movie that I did, like, <laughs> like. The payoff was good. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I definitely want to see it, though. At least try try the first half an hour to see, see if I... No, uh, you got to watch the whole thing, works I for think. Me. 
I don't have to watch the whole. If thing. you watch, if you watch a half hour of it, though, you're not gonna get, you're not gonna get it. Like you won't get what they're trying to do. No, but I. So I don't, I don't think I like you'll get. No, maybe, but you won't. You won't get the meat of what the real story is about if you just watch the first half hour. Like you well, won't, that's their you, fault then. You, you they, won't, they you won't know what the, the fuck is hour. happening. Well, that's their fault then. If you can sit through Antichrist and watch a plant grow, <laughs> but I enjoy I enjoyed what was happening in Antichrist, <laughs> no, there was even though it wasn't very action packed. Oh God! Like sometimes I can just tell, like I don't know. There's nothing to connect to, I guess. I don't know. Antichrist was a long time ago. I don't even remember much except for watching a. A plant and some water. <laughs> There's a plant a in the water, and then There's it got a cup interesting on the bedside, at the side. And then, yeah, then at the ending. The so I, I watched a movie that I've always wanted to watch. That's an older movie, and I never saw it because it came around the time mm-hmm. of Jaws, a little after Jaws, and I thought it was related to sea creatures. And then recently, I read the one issue. Marvel comic adaptation of it, The Deep, and I gave it five out of five. So I decided I wanted to watch The Deep. Um, That's Peter Benchley, right? Who's Benchley? This is is he one of the actors or the? No, I think he wrote wrote the book. Oh, I don't know. I think it's the same writer. Oh yeah, it's 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 Peter Benchley. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, It starts stars Robert Shaw, Jacqueline Bissett, Nick Nolte. And it has Lewis Gossett Jr. as one of the bad guys, but I saw this, but like a long, long time ago. Well, the the cool thing about it, it, it turns out to be more of a heist, underwater heist, than it turns out to be a sea creature monster. monster. It's not that. Yeah. There, there, there's a huge eel and there's sharks, but they're not anything part of the story. Um, they're used for for some of the plot devices but they're not a threat in like you would normally see but what this is mm-hmm. is in the um world war ii 1940 right pre-world war ii or post-world war ii there was a ship that sunk off of the coast of um bermuda <clears throat> and that had munitions in it well, these two divers, played by Jacqueline Bassett and Nick Nolte, discover some stuff in it, you know, and they go to another Robert Shaw, the actor, and they say, you know, what did we discover? Well, he, he did see something, but he didn't want to tell them. They found a vial of morphine in there, mm-hmm. and that's what drives the plot. People don't want it. They don't want the munitions. They want the morphine. Because there's a lot of these vials of morphine that they used right. back in the day that's right. worth a yeah. lot. So that's yeah. how Louis Gossett Jr. gets into it because he he's a drug dealer. He, he he wants the morphine. And this guy, they discover that this ship was also around in the like 1800s with some guy that loved uh, somebody of rich in Spain or something like that. And they find a jewel, but it is a really great plot, and it is really cool. And there's a lot of action, and there's a lot of suspense, and a lot of underwater scenes 
you know, that can get you kind of claustrophobic. But I, I really liked it. I thought it was outstanding movie. I didn't expect to, like, I knew I loved the comic, but I, the, I thought the execution was really good. Um, I saw Ant-Man, Wasp, Quantumania. It was there. It was, it was the movie. Um, it wasn't no Cocaine Bear. <laughs> cocaine Bear was outstanding. I, I loved, heard you talk. Loved heard Cocaine Bear. That. Why can't I find the deep? You have to type the deep. I can find some cartoon. The deep. The deep. Oh. Yeah, there it is. The deep. Tubi. All right. I'll yeah, that's that's where I watched it. It took me a long time to watch because of the commercials, but it, it was worth that's it. Like it was really good. I've been into older films. That's what Ooh, actually. Who's the wackiest ship in the what... army? That sounds good too. I'm gonna add that to my. Yeah, well, that they let. <laughs> Led me to like want to watch older movies. That's how I got into Death Wish, and then I watched uh, The Lords of Flatbush, which I hadn't watched since I was a kid. I I remember watching it and saying, "Wow, that's the Fonz," and I I didn't realize how shallow The Lords of Flatbush is. <laughs> it's really about. I know I've I've seen that one, but it has Sylvester Stallone and and uh, Henry Winkler is in a gang called the Lords. And it's there's only like four people in that gang, and it's just about. Do they do they play pool? Yeah, they play pool. <laughs> That's yeah, they, about I all they play. They, they play pool, pool and they're they're kind of bullies in the high school. Yeah. And uh, one of them gets involved while he's sleeping with one girl and then going out with another girl, and then she dumps. Doesn't him. the guy get his girl pregnant or something? Uh, yes, that's Sly, and he's forced yeah. into marriage. Yeah, that's right. He, he has to buy a ring for like, I can't remember how much it was, $1,600. Okay. That's a lot back then. But he's like, I don't want to marry you. You're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to marry you. you ugly. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it was it was a very interesting movie to rewatch for sure. Um, they steal a car. Henry Winkler gets run over because they're trying to beat up a football guy. Uh, it, it's just very unusual film, and shot really like even Barb said there. There's some weird scenes in it where it's like nothing's happening and they're just not filling it with any dialogue or anything. It's really odd. The way it's shot. But, um, yeah. yeah, we saw that. Cocaine Bear was outstanding, though. You dig that. That was, yeah, that was a lot, a lot of fucking one. fun. <laughs> I think the world needs more movies like Cocaine Bear uh, in the stale superhero environment that just keeps on putting out similar movies. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the success of this movie if we start getting going back to having more variety in movies at the theaters and less just superhero movies. Yeah, I watched Up and Smoke again. Oh man, so good. I I, I can't believe the comic timing in the first 
hour of that movie is immaculate. Like it is just amazing the the way they play off of each other. It's oh, it's so good. I I love Up and Smoke. I I think the first two movies are just phenomenal with Cheech and Chong. They're so good. Those are first. I get confused as to the Up and Smoke is Up and Smoke is the first one. That's when they first meet. Okay, that, yeah. that, that's the one where he's that's with his father. One. Chong is like in a well-to-do family, and his family's like, if you don't get a job by sundown, I'm going to ship you off to military school with that goddamn Finkelstein shit, kid. Son of a bitch. Like, it, it, it's so weird because when I saw this, it was on HBO, like, when I was a kid, and I had taped it, and I saw it so many times that I can, like, do the dialogue like for the first half of the movie like yeah i i know exactly what the next scene is it's like boom 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 but yeah, the other one i like oh i like nice dreams too oh, nice dreams is good but i think cheech and chong's next movie that's when he drinks his sister's piss like oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have the hydraulics on the van and he's like oh he, yeah that's really he has to, he has to wash like her clothes and he's got that bag of detergent and Cheech thinks it's cocaine and he like gets it and it's like oh that's so bad and he goes well drink this and then he drinks it and it's the urine from his sister Pete into yeah, the glass it's a clean urine right yeah for the drug test <laughs> and she's pregnant man <laughs> it's like she's he, he has that big weed in the first one like that that he has that doobie that's like oh the giant yeah yeah <laughs> i like how cheech goes into his pocket and he goes i got i got a i got some weed here and it's like oh he goes oh that's my dick and then he pulls out this little tiny weed and he goes oh i hope your dick is bigger than that man <laughs> oh god and then he like followed the dog around his yard because his dog ate his his weed. Oh, that's right. He's trying <laughs> he to get his <laughs> <laughs> Took me a week, man. I had to follow around my dog. He says, "You mean we're smoking dog shit, man?" <laughs> Which one was that? That was the first one. That was the first one. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, I've always been a, a fan of those movies. And the other two I watched, uh, one of them I hadn't seen before. I've never seen Sliced as Stallone in Cobra. That's a crazy I, movie, man. I don't know if I, I don't think I've ever seen that. I know that, about it. That was on HBO Max, and I watched it, and I was like, "Wow, this is pretty cool." That that's about a cop that is a violent cop. He's like borderline vigilante played by sliced alone and there's like this cult there's like a murderous guy like a night stalker guy but he he has like a cult following so it's not just one guy and there's all these murders of people randomly he has to go and then he has to take out like the whole cult it's pretty cool i liked it yeah that's one of those movies that i don't remember that i've seen it but if i watched it it, it may be the case where i have seen it and i just don't remember it and the last old one I watched was was one of my favorites growing up. It's the Final Countdown. It has Kirk Douglas and Martin Sheen. 
I've seen that one for sure. Yeah, this was uh, where the t- aircraft courier goes back to prior to World War II, Pearl Harbor, on a and they're like in the 80s. Yeah. So they go through the Bermuda tri- like the Bermuda Triangle and end up back in time. That that is a really cool um, movie. I like it a lot. There's kind of a lot of ways this could have got played down, and it went down a like a simpler path because they didn't get involved in Pearl Harbor. But uh, it it really was very interesting. I like it a lot. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. I know I've seen it, but not for mm-hmm. a while. So you can see I didn't read a lot of comics. I watched a lot of shit. <laughs> you were watching a lot. I know, there was a lot. I do have one other uh, television show. Okay. It's off on Netflix. So no, you there we watch, go. You watch this one. It's called Half Bad, The Bastard Son and the Devil Himself. Wow, that's a long title. It is. Half and I, it, bad. And I, it's weird because on the like show itself, all it says is the bastard son and the devil himself. So I think they later added half bad. The bastard. So people rem- remember what it's called. <laughs> son and the devil, devil himself. himself. Wow, that's a long one. It is a long title. It's about a... <clears throat> is it like a... I'm trying to remember what what it takes place in. It's the r- real world. Yeah, it is the real world. But 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 there's uh, witches in this in the world, and there's uh, oh my gosh, I can't remember what their name is now. There's <laughs> I can't remember what the main group of witches are, and then there's the the blood witches. <clears throat> And the the good what's well, called the good witches and then the blood witches. So the good witches have all like pretty much <coughs> banished all the blood witches, and because and, oh, I'm doing a bad job of explaining this. <laughs> so <laughs> they, yeah, they, so they've banished the black witches, and there's like elite forces who hunt these blood witches and kill them if they find them. And many years back, there was a meeting where there were like peace conference between the blood witches and the good witches and the with like the leader of the blood witches. And he ended up killing like a bunch of the killing basically everyone in the meeting because he's like a a shapeshifter or something. So he turned into a wolf and like ate ate everyone in the in the meeting. So now there's this war between the, the two kinds of witches. And the main character is a kid who his father, his mother is one of the good witches and his father is the, the, the leader of the blood witches who killed all those people. So, but he's living with the good witches and he's kind of like an, an outcast within the good witches. Cause everyone knows he's the son of this, the, the bad blood witch. Mm-hmm. And it's, so it's about him kind of growing up, and he's about to turn 17. And when, when you turn 17, you have to drink the blood of your ancestor, your bloodline, like your parents basically give you some of their blood. 
and that's when you get your witch powers. And some of the witch powers they have in this are, are pretty interesting, because each witch has, like, one main power that they can use. Is this a movie it's or a really, show? It's a show. It was, like, eight episodes. I like these eight-episode shows. Is it, a, is it a, um, um, a foreign one, or is it a... Is it American? It's it's probably British because everyone has an X okay. accent. So, but basically, so basically American. <laughs> I, I thought it would be a foreign really... film because of the length of the title. Yeah. Because <laughs> usually our studios get and they're like, you can't name it that. That's probably where the half bad came from. They're like, yeah, we can't use that title. You gotta call it. We need something shorter. How about half bad? Yeah. Because he's half bad. <laughs> well, sounds like you watched a lot too. Because those are what were those an hour each or half hour? Yeah, hour each. Okay. Yeah, I watched two eight eight eight, two, eight episodes. Episode things. Yeah, shows. And it's weird because I've only wanted to watch things in the past, like in the eighties and seventies. So. Yeah, you're going back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Old Boy is not available. I just looked it up. Oh, it's not. So, uh, it is to, to, to rent, rent it, but... That's probably why I got the DVD. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't streaming anywhere. Yeah, so that's... So I recommend... Both the of them. Son and the Devil Himself. It's quite yeah. good. And from. Right? What you recommend yeah, from? From is harder to get though, because I don't think who has <laughs> who has MGM Plus. Yeah, I'd recommend. I didn't know it was a thing. Death Wish and the Deep, Up and Smoke, Cobra, and the Final Countdown. Yeah, the shows I watched so far, my favorite was Lockwood and Co. Then the Bastard Son, and then. Wrong. No, from. From. God, it's such a terrible title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then from. They're all good, though. Cool. Well, did you want to talk previews? Yeah, let me go grab a cheer wine first, though. All right. Do, you might want to grab the DC one, too, because the DC one has so many new number ones. Yeah, I got them all digitally, man. Yeah. Are you kidding me? All right, I'll be back in a moment. Okay. So let me see if there's any other things I've watched. Oh, I did watch another movie. It was called The Reef Stocked. This was a Shudder film, but I saw it on Hulu. So I guess Hulu has an agreement with Shudder occasionally or picks up some of their movies. And uh, the reef is about four friends. They're four women that go off and they like to scuba dive together. So they go scuba diving out in the waters. And um, one of the the girls comes back to her car and she's a sister. There's two sisters and one of them comes back and she seems to have an abusive boyfriend. And during the course of this time, her sister's trying to reach her and she doesn't reach her sister. And then by the time she gets to her house, she realizes that the boyfriend 
killed the sister. He had drowned her in the bathtub. So now she has trouble scuba diving and stuff because she doesn't like to go underwater. And she has a fear. And uh, later on, her other sister goes, they, they try to get her out of her funk and they invite her to go kayaking and, and scuba diving in, in, this, uh, in the ocean. And she agrees to go, so they go kayaking in the middle of nowhere in the ocean, which I I would never do, but they do it. And they start getting stalked by a shark, and the shark kills one of them. And then uh, it becomes crazy because then it involves like people on the island. It starts going after. So this shark is like aggressively just attacking uh, people. And uh, these three women have to, uh, actually four, have to stop it. So uh, that's stalked. I, I've been watching a lot of shark movies lately. So, or was that a movie? Yeah, it's called Stalked. Uh, uh, the Reef Stalked. It's on Hulu. But uh, I've been watching a lot of shark underwater related movies lately. Cool. I'm always up for sharks. All right, DC previews. I got it open. All right. There's a lot of good list. stuff, at least for me. Matter of fact, a lot of these are going to cut out books in the independence because I'm more interested in these. Yeah, I got I got 11 potentials from DC. That's a lot. More than Marvel. Yeah, I I really want to get Titans. I'm excited because it's uh, Tom Taylor and Nicola Scott. Like that's a great, yeah. that's an Australian team right there. That Tom Taylor really understands like continuity really well. Even though he writes outside of continuity, he gets it because of what he puts into his stuff. But um, this could be like another great period of the Titans. So I'm 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 really excited for that. Yeah, I'm getting it pretty much just because Tom Taylor's doing it. Yep. The next one is Shazam number one. Anytime you put Captain Marvel in anything, I get excited. And this one's by Mark Wade and Dan Mora, so it's going to be quite the the series, I know. I'm sure. Those are two. I should say... That was not fair when I said I'm getting Titans just for Tom Taylor because those preview pages are insanely amazing. Yeah, Nicola Scott's fantastic. So I'm getting it for the whole package. Likewise, this one. Yeah. Mark Wade, awesome. Dan Mora, awesome. The preview pages there look cool too. Plus it's... If I had to pick which one Shazam. I'm more excited for, I'm more I'm more excited for Shazam because I am just a Shazam buff. Like I I like Shazam. Yeah. I've always liked him since the the TV show. And I used to buy his his comic book and I used to love that he was pretty much outside of the DC. Like, he was on his own Earth-S. So, I hope they go more, like, to a Fawcett City and have him play outside of the DC, but he'll probably play into it. Yeah, the description seems like it's going to be in. Yep. 
Green Lantern number one. This one should be really good. Uh, it has another good strong team. Jer Jeremy Adams has been writing The Flash, and I've been really enjoying his stuff. And uh, Zermonico has done a lot of event stuff, and he's on top of his game too. So I'm, I'm excited about all of these really a, a lot. I, I can't believe they put so many number ones. These are books shipping in when? May? I guess that's May, June, and July, and August are the peak season. But, man, there are so many new number ones. Yeah, when did, these sh when did you say these ship? Uh, May. Okay. This is so, the March solicit for book shipping in May. Yeah, apparently it's a big month for comics. For some reason. So are you going to get Shazam and uh, Titans for sure? Or is that... I'm getting Shazam and Titans. I'm not sure about... Green Lantern or Brave Green and the Lantern, Bold. Yeah, yeah. Brave and the Bold, I'm gonna get. Well, you got Christopher Cantwell. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. You got. I mean, it's a it's an anthology, so. Yeah, Tom King, Ed Brisson, Christopher one. Cantwell, Dan Mora. Yeah, prestige format anthology. Art by Mitch Gerards, Jeff Spokes, Javier Rodriguez, and Dan Mora. Yeah, these are all <clears throat> all big names, so. Yeah. That should be good. That one's got a price tag on it, though, doesn't it? It's yeah, 64 it's pages, $7.99. Prestige format, yeah. so I'm okay with paying more for that. Man, prestige format, I think it's because like, we were like there for the start of prestige format. Dark Knight. <laughs> but it just, like, and like, uh, Longbow Hunters. Yeah. Adam Strange. It's just, yeah, it's just like... Dead Man, um, all that good stuff. Yeah. I have nostalgia for prestige format. And even like the... Uh, what was the start of the new universe? What was that? The new universe. Called? The Pit? Yeah, the Pit. Oh, the that Pit. Prestige format. Blood, was that prestige format? I think it was... I thought the pit came post New Universe. I thought the pit was at the start and war was at the end. <clears throat> I don't remember the pit launching it. I, I have to go do research, but I thought the pit launched it. Let me uh, let me look up the dates. Yeah. I'm real curious. Let's see, pit. It was with two T's, right? Yeah, two T's. Not to be confused with Pit, pit also with two T's. <laughs> well, there's a lot of Pit. The Pit. That the came pit. out in 1987. And then if I go to, like, was it Night Mask? That was one of the first ones. 1987. Night Mask. Oh, you're right. Is the story continued from Star Branch? Well, yeah. yeah, right. So what was the first one then? Uh, Starbrand and, and Night Mask and a few of those other ones were were the launch books. So. <clears throat> Stand corrected. 
because I, I, the reason I knew it wasn't launched is because I was there for the launch, and then I petered out after about six issues of. I mean, I, I since have gotten yeah. them back, but I didn't stick around with any new universe except for Night Mask. Okay. Yeah, I had to buy the. I, I, was, I, I just bought the pit like, not too long ago. I back. To, I was getting. What was I getting at the start? Starbrand, DP7. I think those are my two main ones. And those are the better ones. And in my opinion, now that I've read them, like yeah, DP7 Star Starbrand was like their Green Lantern. That was pretty cool. Like I I really liked it. Well, I mean, it's no surprise either. I mean, Starbrand, Burn was doing that for a while, and DP7 was Grunwald. Yeah. I think I have complete runs of both of those. Yeah, and I did, I chose not to buy those, so I I just recently. I don't think yeah, I have a complete run of Starbrand. I know I have a complete run of Starbrand. I'm not sure about DP Seven. DP Seven. I do have a complete run of DP Seven. I could be close. Star I have Brand. I have a com- complete run of DP Seven Starbrand. I think I'm missing a few issues. Yeah, I have all Starbrand. <clears throat> Starbrand. I think those are the only ones I have. Yeah, all I'm, of them. I'm missing quite a bit of that. What one. was the other one? Night Mask was that one? Yeah. That I don't do not have a clean run of. So I have one through ten. I'm missing eleven, and then I'm missing fourteen through seventeen, and issue nineteen. So I got I gotta gotta finish that Starbrand for sure. <clears throat> At some point, I gotta finish that universe, but I'm losing track. Like right now, I <clears throat> focused. On I went that. down a rabbit hole because I've been posting a lot of my first issues, and I realized I didn't have the first appearance of Judo Master that he wasn't in his own book. Like he he was in some War Something Tales or Number Four, and I so I I bought that and I got it this week. And then I realized I didn't have a second or third appearance. His second <laughs> his second appearance is in Sergeant Steel number six. So I was like, okay, I got to get that. And then I went down the rabbit hole and said, okay, I'm missing Judo Master 89, which is his third, third appearance. And then I have everything after that. So I decided I wanted to complete my Judo Masters. But back to previews, we have Cyborg. That one is by Morgan Hampton and Tom Rainey. I, I'm not a the biggest Cyborg fan, but I am going to get this number one. Yeah, I wasn't going to get this one. But I am going to get all of these uh, Asian uh, character books, which are Spirit World. Yeah, I, I might. The V, as well. the, the Virgil. And City Boy. Getting all of them. I'm, I'm sure I'm going to get the Vigil. That's Rom V. And the art in that first one looks great. Spirit World looks fantastic. Look at the pages yeah. on that. I know, those are great. And I like the manga, influ- manga influence. Yeah. Looks really good. 
Yeah, I'm going to be bu buying these. I'm real curious about what they're going to do. I always am when, like, this is like their milestone version. City Boy, I'm not too sure on. Oh, I'm going to get it all because I don't know what I'm getting. City Boy could be the best. Don't could know. Be. It's Greg pa Pack Pock. Yeah, I like him. So I might go running out there if Harley starts to nosedive in the grass, but uh Okay. She's not supposed to rub her face. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. Which she could do. I think that's the end of the number ones. There's a Power Girl special number one, and there's a milestone number one. Milestone New Initiative number one. Uh, yeah, I think I had that on my list. I don't. Maybe I decided not to get it. Oh, I love the Milestone stuff. And those are all new. That was like so that. So do I. That's oh, like the, the... the new creators that they hired. Oh, to new talent, I, that's on my new list. talent yeah. showcase kind of thing. Yeah, I like new talent showcases. She's at the back tree, Barb. No, I'm keeping an eye on her. She likes to chill out back there. I didn't. She didn't even try to make like a nose dive at all. She just went out there. So, um, yeah, I, I'm gonna be getting all of these. I was. I think this is a good batch of new number ones for sure. It is strong. Oh, there's even oh, there's some more. There's Batman White Knight presents Generation Joker, number one. Yeah, that's in the. That's uh, <coughs> Sean, Sean Murphy. Murphy's, yeah. I see who's doing the art on it. No, he's writing it. I see who's doing the art. Oh, it's Mirka and Dolfo. Yeah, Mirka and Dolfo. And there's a Peacemaker Black Label book coming out by Kyle Starks and art by Steve Pugh. And I think this is going to be a yes. big format. I love Charlton Heroes, so I'm excited. And then I do want to point out there's a Suicide Squad Kill Arkham Asylum because that's my, one of my favorite comics of all time. I love the Suicide Squad. I'm getting the Peacemaker because I like Kyle Starks and I like Steve Pugh. I'm getting it more for the character because I I think Peacemaker yeah. is awesome. Yeah, he's a uh, matter of fact. I'm getting the Judo Masters. Character. That's why. <clears throat> I I right now I want to complete my Charltons, and the my weakest mm -hmm. area in the Charltons is the uh, Captain Adam. There's quite a bit of them. Captain okay. Adam and uh Yeah, I don't know about I don't know a lot about of don't know a lot about Charlton. Well they had the action heroes. The action heroes were start still. Um I now I need to watch her cuz she's coming down like Uh Come here. Don't you? Good girl.
She's a good girl. All right, you want to jump into the Marvel? Um, let me see if there's... Yeah. Just trades after Why that. Why is she shaking? That's weird. Like shivering? Oh, she was getting like a... It's like she was pinched nerve or like thing, kind of. She seems fine. All right, Marvel. Marvel. I didn't have two new. Ma I'm reading a lot of Marvel on the app, so mm -hmm. um, I'm still keeping caught up. Yeah. DC's where my heart is, but I am gonna get Avengers because it's Jed McKay. He's a good writer, and I'm looking forward to a different run of Avengers now that Jason Aaron left because I wasn't the biggest fan. I'm not sure if I'm going to get Avengers. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I don't think I didn't think you would. I'm still getting Planet of the Apes. I have one of them that's kind of on the uh, I may get, I may not get, depending on how the price goes. Uh, Silk is on the uh, my maybe list. I'm going to stay away from all of the uh, Venom Carnage tie-ins. Even though I buy the main titles, I am not going to dive into all of the event books. Yeah. There's a lot of them. The ed Edge of Spider-Verse, you get those? No, I'm Those are good for if you want to get first appearances and stuff, but I'm I'm concentrating more on like what I enjoy. And I'm yeah. so tired of so many different Spider-Men. <clears throat> yeah. I like that they're done by different people, but beyond that There's the Spider 2099 stuff, too. But I decided not to get it. Well, I haven't ruled it out entirely. It all depends on what my cost comes down to. But I am getting Storm, the Anacente. Yeah, baby. I wouldn't get it if it wasn't Anacente. I'll just say that. No. I might get it if it wasn't her. depending Because <clears throat> I do like Storm, but... I do like Storm, too, but... The five issue ones, I'm trying to wean myself into the app for those. <clears throat> but I actually want to support Anacentes because I yeah, like I got to make sure I got to so. add that to my pull list. Those I'll get in single issues because I love me some Anacente. The one I decided not to get, but I really wish I got just because of the the art is the Warlock series, man. That looks great. The Ron Lim stuff. Oh my god. The what? Warlock. Oh. Oh, I decided yeah. not to get number one, and number two looks fantastic. Some of the titles I get because I'm not missing any issues of, and I don't want to break the streak. So, like, if there's any Ghost Riders, I buy. So I have every single Ghost Rider ever published. 
every volume and i don't want every iteration yeah every iteration cosmic ghost rider everything and i don't want to miss out on these the same goes for the daredevil echo i have every single daredevil book and i don't want to break that streak mm-hmm. even the fury one looks interesting to me al ewing and scott eaton tom riley andy kubert that one looks tempting and it's a one shot so oh is it oh yeah one shot yeah 26 pages that's on my maybe list There's a lot of, uh, there's Cult of Carnage, Misery, number one. There's X-Men Before the Fall, Sons of X. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to find one of the next number ones. I think it's not until Star Wars. Yeah, I don't have anything till Star Wars. I'm still buying a lot of the other titles, but most of the ongoings. The Star Wars, I decided to go digital entirely, but the Lando right, one looks really switched. good. I'm going to get the... Yeah, I'm going to get the Lando one. Stephanie Phillips. I might get the Lando. I didn't realize that was a one-shot. Yeah, it's as part of a series of one-shots celebrating the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi. No, because then if I go in, I would get pulled back then, in. Then you might have to get all the one-shots. <clears throat> yeah. Then, Well, no, I'd get pulled back in. I'd probably read it, enjoy it, and say, God, let's get back into <laughs> Star Wars again. And I could still read it, you know what I it's got to yeah. be patient. Yeah, you can just stick the digital for that. No harm. There's some great omnibuses I wish I could get. I would, uh, if if I was getting them, I would definitely get the uh, Avengers Volume 5 and the wolverine volume four and even the hidden years the john byrne x-men hidden years would be a great book to have yeah because i i don't have any issues from that run of the john byrne yeah either do i i like just missed it apparently somehow maybe it was when i wasn't getting a lot of new books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like to look at the epics because I still I get the itch, man. I get the itch every time I look at those. <laughs> Luckily, the epics that I would want in this issue I already have. So. Oh, I want that cap one like on them. really bad, and I think the there's which one? a Wolverine. The Wolverine and Cap ones I want really bad. Okay. I wouldn't mind having the new mutants either. I, I love them. I love these epic collections. I want them all. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> you 
if I could ever wean myself off of like the singles and just say I'm going digital entirely on the Marvel, I would really jump back into the epics, I think. Yeah. Luckily, the only ones I'm interested in are the Daredevil and the Punisher, but I already have them both. So. Yeah, they're new printings. Safe. That takes us to the... Yeah, New Mutants. I would like to get, but I have all the singles, so... Nah, I have all the singles, too. Except for the Deadpool. Can you believe that? I don't have 87. I have a facsimile of it, but... I gotta find my extra copy of that. I don't know how the hell that happened, by the way. It had to be that shop. How you missed it. No, I think it was that shop. I really do. Yeah, they, it that was one in that their was list, ripping they, me off. Yeah, they said, "Oh, this is worth a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Let's put it up on the wall." And then by the time I realized it, it I didn't want to pay. Back then, I had a brain. Now I don't have one. Although, if you bought it back then, you could have got it for a lot cheaper. Oh yeah. Did you have a brain? I've had an opportunity to buy it for okay prices and fine condition and are very fine, and I just haven't pulled the plug. Well, if I could find my extra copy, you can have it. Well, there you go. I just have to find it. Because <laughs> it's listed in, in my spreadsheet, As but I have two, two copies of it. Ah, yeah. That'd be sweet. I got I think it's because it wasn't where it was. It's not in the box where it's supposed to be. So I think it's. I think it's in my New Mutants run. It's just misfiled. So I just have to flip through them all. Find it. So I'm. I'm not sure what I'm gonna do with Image, but uh, I'm. Lis- I'm listening to what you're gonna say. Let me go to image here. The image ones this month don't have me that excited. I gotta shrink the size of this. It's too big. Oh no. Hang on, I'm scrolling through all the nonsense. It's in the start of this magazine. Jesus. What the heck's the first page? 50. 50. Arcade Kings, I think I'm going to pass on. Oh, yeah, that wasn't 46. I'm passing on Arcade Kings, so I agree with you there. Yeah, it doesn't it's not it doesn't appear to be my type of thing. It, same here. Something epic, I think I'm going to get just cuz it's Sezaimon. Yeah. <laughs> Who I think this is his first writing, so give him a chance. I, I, this one's on my maybe list, but it's favorable. So, like, I, I've been, like, scoring these. Mm-hmm. The I don't ne- think this is on my list. Why did I miss that? Something epic. What's so the Sierdzinski? Sizman? Simon? Yes. Simon. Okay. I'm back. Uh, I think I'm going to get... What's the next one? I think I'm going to get Savage Strength from Starstorm. 
Yeah, I I wasn't sure on this. This was a maybe for me. Yeah, well, I read the preview pages and it was kind of interesting. So I'll probably get that. And then star signs. The reason I'm sticking away from it is because this is a lot of like what's happening in that megaverse or the Kyle Higgins universe. Yeah. And it, I'm already in that, invested in it. So this this one didn't seem to offer anything different. Yeah, I'll probably get the first issue and try it out. Speaking of the Massiverse, Supermassive one-shot, yeah, I won't be getting that, but you will be. I will be. That's the one that that's the one that I'm getting for sure. You're probably I, very excited for that one. Were you going to get star signs or no? Probably. Okay, I was not going to probably get it. Yeah. Because it says it me it's like the divine meets radiant black. Well, I'm already getting radiant black stuff. Do you see what I'm saying? Radiant pink, radiant so I'm like, yeah, you're already yeah. all in that universe. So, but the super massive one is I'm going to get for sure. Jeremy Han fans can uh, get uh, his Kickstarter now. Han, Han oh, Kickstarter? Yeah. Did you get the Kickstarter? Did you see how he named it? Like it's like a play on itself, like. Hauntology, you can read it as, as or hauntology. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's kind of weird. Yeah, it's hauntology. Hauntology, like haunt, yeah. Hauntology. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, like it was, that. It's pretty clever. I I will say I did uh, read the first Hitomi. I liked it yeah. a lot, a lot. <clears throat> and uh, it, you might not like it because you're not a samurai guy, but. Uh, I liked it a lot. No, let me see if I read it. I don't think I read it yet. Hits Omi. Hitomi. I gave no, I it a four it. out of five, but it could be a five out of five. It just it's just Ooh. perfect for what it is. So so I have I have two of them I'm probably getting. You're, it sounds like you're getting almost all of them. I'm getting super massive yeah. for sure. And then I'm siding with something epic. Okay. But I may get the others depending on where my cost is. Like if my cost is under – if it's still in the $700 range, then I might add some. But if yeah, it's outside, nice I won't. The nice thing about those other two are they're only – Sure, DCBS they're only a buck ninety nine, so Yeah, I'm not saving that much. <laughs> but it's something, it all adds up. It does. It does add up. And then the usuals. All the sponsos. Yep, I'm getting the usuals. Junk rabbit, I'm getting in singles. Is there a new Savage, Savage Dra Dragon? Savage Dragon. I think I'm getting two covers. Let's see. Oh, yeah. This is the 
hope he orders all three of them for me. But I do want to order that Scott James one just in case. Maxine, what are you Sex? doing? <laughs> Selling your comic book. What are you doing? <laughs> yes, it has Maxine starting to take off her top on the beach. <laughs> Which really, that could have been a cover for the this week's the issue that we just read. Yeah, could have been. So I'm still getting a lot of image. I'm just trying to scale back on the new stuff, but we'll yeah. we'll see how that goes. I was more excited about the Dark Horse books, but uh, I am going to get one new boom. Boom. Ghost lore? Yeah, that's the one I'm going to get. Yeah, I have that on my list, too. Who's doing that? Let's see. Casey Gilly. I don't even know. Colin Bunn and Leo Max. Standalone special set in the continuity of the TV series. What TV series is it? Are you re- you're not reading oh, Ghost Lore. Oh, wait, that's lore. the wrong one. You're in, you're in <laughs> Buffy <laughs> land I'm or Buffy. something. Buffy was a TV show. Sorry, this digital is a pain in my ass. You can't even get the titles right digitally. I can't find the right... You don't know what you're doing. Uh, Cullen Bunn. Cullen Bunn has a bunch of number ones this issue. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I'll be getting ghost lore, because I like ghosts. I think that's the only new book I'm that they're really soliciting here. Which I'm very happy because that, by taking down titles, it opens up spots, which I like. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I had any other uh, boomers. I have some singles, but they're just the usual. Yeah. Dark Horse had a lot of new number ones that were interesting to me. Even the Hellboy universe one. I'm I'm sort of interested in this. Miss Truesdale and the Fall of Hyperboa. Hang on, let me scroll. Oh, the uh, Magnola? Yeah. This one seems like more of a Red Sonia type character, though, which I. The cover certainly appears to be. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a question mark on that one. I probably won't get it. That one is a question mark for me. But the ones that I'm getting for sure are Lonesome Hunters, The Wolf Child by Tyler Cook and Mm -hmm. Murder, Inc. Jagger Rose from Brian Michael Bendis. I am not getting that because I don't get I haven't been getting the Murder, Inc. stuff. You're not going to get Lonesome Hunters either? No, because I don't I don't get that either. But I will get Survival. Yeah, I like that. Red Dawn meets 30 Days a Night. I like that. Sean Lewis. Sean. Brandon Everett. And I'm getting... No. 
That might be it for Boom. I'm or still buying Dark. a lot in Dark Horse. They they have a lot of my interest. Yeah. I'm still really curious about these Disney dynamites, so I'm going to dip my toe in Mel... Mel Maleficent. Yeah, Maleficent. I'm getting that, too. Interesting cover artist, too. Like, I, uh... I didn't then Jay Lee. I didn't even know that was Jay Lee. I didn't either, but it's. I think it's the best one. At least that's me the too. one I'm leaning towards. Yeah, so me too. And then there's a Vampirella versus Superpowers. It has the Superpowers yeah. logo, but I don't know if the Superpowers. I don't see them mentioned in here. So I'm curious what it really is, but I, I'll be getting it's Dan Abnett and Pascal Coelano. Yeah, I'm curious as well. I don't know which cover I'm getting there yet. I think I'm getting. I just think the I main like cover. cover E. But the if the price is the discount's bigger on A, I'm gonna just get A. But I like the colors on E. Let me I find really e. like it. Oh, there's E. Yeah, that's a nice cover. I just love the color scheme on it. Yeah, it's cool. It's like all dark, and all you can see is the red. It this is like the only. It's so good. Elvira and Monsterland. These uh, David Avalon series are awesome, so I am going to definitely get that. I'm probably not going to get the number one because I just get them in trades, but there are a couple trades that are solicited. So, Or there's the first Elvira and Horrorland trade, so I'll get that. I might even get the photo cover as well as A. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I do like the photo cover. Mm-hmm. There's a mummy. No, Harley. I can't watch you going through previews. <laughs> Important business. I'm not man. getting Pathfinder. So there's one dynamite I'm not getting. Me neither. But I'm going to stick with Scar just out of curiosity. I am going to read today probably the... I have a copy of the Darkwing Duck. I'm going to probably read it today. Okay. Decide what I think on that. These James Bond covers are awesome too. I like them a lot. I like the cover A's. Listener is really... Looking yeah, good, good on those. Uh, he, he's going outside his like normal template with these 007 covers. I know. It's not just a pretty girl standing there. No, even the layout. You know what I mean? It looks really good. Yeah. Barbarella and Deja Thoris. 
still waiting for the next Barbarella trade. Draculina. I like that Dynamite is kind of keeping their line at a certain size, though. Like, when they add something, something's usually leaving. Okay. I, I like that because I'm all, usually close to being all in, you know what I mean? So I like, yeah, so I like it the, it it's a balance, yeah. I hope they keep it that way. They probably will. I mean, that's a smart way of doing it. I think publishers get in trouble. Start pumping out too much. I think Aftershock is on the way out. All they have is solicited is one book. Yeah, I think last month they only had a, one or maybe two. Yeah. I like the fact that in sizing down, they're sizing out for me. <laughs> it just <laughs> makes it, down it, makes it easier. I was thinking about on Titan getting this Dead of Night, but uh, I just I decided not to. Yeah, I'm a question mark on that one. I don't really know. I think it's based on a video game. It is. And there's a code inside the comic. I mean, the the cover looks cool. Yeah. So perhaps. That one. I thought the Jamie Lee Curtis movie one was in last month. Oh, this is a direct market edition. It was, yeah. I don't want that. I already ordered the other one. This has a signature. Yeah, I'm okay. I'll live without it. Yeah, it's where they have these, even Gun, Gun Honey, they have a direct market edition, which is strange, I think. Yeah. I, I guess it's just limited collectible editions. Mm-hmm. Guess that's all that is. Next one I have is a Blaze. I'm going to get Animal Castle Volume 2. I like that book. Which one? Animal Castle number two. Oh, sure. Yeah. Volume two, sorry, Volume number two. one. I don't know. I don't think I had any blazes. They don't have a lot of number ones. Or, no, you know, just that one. Just that one and then continuing other things. They have a lot of trades, though. They do have a lot of trades. Frank Miller, I'm still getting the Ancient Enemies in Pandora. There we go. Then what do I got first? Well, you're probably you're getting the AC Comics, right? Yeah, for sure. I, I get them all. 
I like that they don't grow too. They don't have. They only have one book a, a month, even though they have like three or four titles. Yeah, they just ro- rotate through them. Mm-hmm. I might get this capable. Yeah, I have that one as uh maybe. Yeah, that's a maybe for me too. It seems weird though having like disabled people getting like powers where they can. Well, it's like uh, Billy. Uh, what Billy's? Uh, what do you call it? His name? What can I think of? Captain Marvel Junior. Batson. No, Billy Batson is Shazam, but Captain Marvel Junior is the one that has can't walk. Yeah, I think that other publisher had Excel or something like that. Was that a handicap kid? I can't remember. And Jonathan Hedrick, I think, I think he did a recount. I'm very interested in Advent Comics. I just haven't had much luck getting them through DCBS. They've had some rough times with that publisher. Which publisher? Advent. Oh, Advent. Okay. Yeah. American mythology. Yeah, they got a couple of number, new number ones. Well, they're continuing their Night of the Living Dead stuff with a new series. Kin. Yeah, I was planning on getting all three of their offerings. Um, I'm not sure about that one. I will definitely get Bloody Parts number one. Mm-hmm. And the Gorilla Men. And I'm a question mark on the Gorilla Men. That just looks too cool. <laughs> Is it? It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a super simian. The Legion of the Exceptional Gorilla Men. That's a question mark for me. And then stupid Antarctic. I'm getting all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting well, everything except for the gold digger trade and the uh, Ninja High School. I'm actually getting the Ninja High School, I think. Oh my goodness! So you're getting everything then? Yeah. Except I, for the T-shirt. I'm very happy with their products. I, in general, I think they're the best anthologies. In terms yeah, of always, overall always, quality. There's always something I enjoy in all of them. There's a Fearless Dawn number two. I don't think I ordered number one for some reason. I don't think I did either, or it was canceled. I have to, I got to make sure I check that. Make a note. I'm getting jinx. Cursed life. Same here. I don't think I'm getting Betty and Veronica Forever Game On. I think I am. I'm. I, I always get my two books from Archie. You get all of those. Just those two. I don't get all the tr- trades and stuff yeah. they offer. 
Let's see here. I don't know where my next one is. It's Gatsby. Number original graphic novel. AWA's first original graphic novel. I'm considering this. I just like them gen in general, like AWA, I haven't read a bad one. I know you have, but I, I don't. I like their stuff. So, did I have a bad AWA experience? I think you had two of them, but where you didn't continue with. I don't know about AWA. This sounds like it's a. Uh... Modern day telling of Gatsby. Oh, I did like this Trident of Aurelia. I hope I added number two, but uh, I might have to email them. That was a good comic book. What publisher is that? Battle Quest comics. I read it right away because I was supposed to make the decision, but I don't think I ordered number two. So I have to go at it. Oh, yeah, I see it. I am going to get this Pat Shan book, Destiny New York. My girlfriend broke up with trades. me, so now I run with Mystical Mafia. And I'm probably going to get this Don't I'm Avert Your getting, Eyes. I'm definitely getting that one. I like Black Maria Lovett. Limited to 5,000. Hopefully that's enough. I like that stupid black. Well, if it's not, then I don't get it. So that's True. just the breaks. In the boundless area, I'm looking at this threshold ravening set. And that's it. Only one this month. Yeah, I didn't have any this month. Oh, there's a threshold allure. No, that's boundless. I have that. So it would just be threshold ravening, allure. which is good because oh. those usually are like 19 bucks times four. So that'll that'll allow me to get stuff, but we'll see. There's a new Terra at Witch of the Black Rose 68. Oh, no, that's a, that's old. That's a bundle. Yeah, that's old. Nothing new this month from Tarot. I don't think I'm getting anything this month from Comics Experience. Lady Death, Diabolical Harvest, I am buying. Because I still get my Lady Deaths. 
Mm-hmm. Even though yeah. they're five ninety nine, it's cheaper than the Kickstarter. <laughs> than the Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah. Then they have the Dark Horse uh, trades because they're going to Penguin Random House. So Diamond demoted them to the back half. Just the trades, though? That's weird. Yeah. Just the trades. I think IDW did this. No, IDW is doing both. Yeah, they're all, they're just in the back. I think I'm going to get this Octobriana and the Underground Full Tilt Boogie. Number one. I think I'm not getting that. I don't really care about Octobriana. You have them with the Samurai. Samurai, no Octobriana. <laughs> no Orcs, right. no Trolls. No or yeah, no... Wait, which... No, I like Orcs and Trolls, don't I? No, you don't. <laughs> like Octobriana's... Did you notice that uh, on 310, uh, the, the Dynamic Forces variance has Jim Starlin's personal file copies? I thought that was interesting. They have like Warlock number 10 uh, oh, yeah. for 400 yeah, Warlock Chronicles $500, and Silver Surfer number 50 I remember Silver Surfer number 50 I think I have all of these books, but not signed, obviously. Not from Jim Starlin's personal <clears throat> file. Yeah, yeah cabinet. not. not... I'm going to sneak mine in, though, to his personal file cabinet and then take a picture <laughs> and then say, from his file cabinet. That's right. Yeah what, yeah, what if they just have a stack and they just put it in, put stick the stack in the filing cabinet for a couple minutes and take it back out, have them sign it? $500 each. Boom. <clears throat> this, uh, the, you know when Fair Square comes out with a book, it always looks tempting. And this Far South Crooks, Pimps, and gaucho, Gauchos looks pretty good. Yeah, I was kind of curious about that one myself. That one it comes down to cost and it and whether or not I can fit it in. But I may get that one. That one's favoring more on the positive than the image books. Ah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I'm a potential on that one. I just felt the image books were not offering me like something that I'm not already getting from an existing image book, if that makes any sense. Yeah, and nothing <clears throat> new to entice you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they look good, and I'm sure I'll give them a four out of five. I just felt like I'm getting that kind of superhero stuff, and already an existing book. Yeah. But we are getting a new Red Room. Yes, I'm getting that, of course. 
think that's the only Fanta graphics. Yeah, same here. So there's a Tegan and Sarah Volume 1. I know you like that band. I do like them, so I'm going to get their comic book. <laughs> Apparently it's an auto-bio. I'm not a fan of theirs. Or by Tilly Walden, who I'm a fan of. So. There you go. So she didn't even leave the deck with you, Barb? That's nuts. She said, I don't want to go out with you. <laughs> the next thing I have is in uh, dark heavy metal. You know what? I can't find my glasses. Oh, I found them. <clears throat> Let me see if I have anything prior to that. I don't think so. Matter of fact, you probably have something in heavy metal I'm not getting because I bought those all in singles. Yeah, I'm just getting. I'm gonna get the dark. I'm gonna reorder the Darkwing graphic novel which I already ordered. I guess I should make sure it's been canceled. It looks like they're just re, they resolicited all their trades. Mm -hmm. So I guess they're finally coming out. Savage Circus I liked more than Darkwing. Yeah, I can't remember. Savage Circus was that Savage heist Circus. one where they're going to rob like the, the money, train but the train breaks with the, the yeah, with the animals in it. Yeah. And it turns the town into a clusterfuck. It's pretty cool. I like that one quite a bit. I like Darkwing, even though I remember the first issue was confusing. Yeah, it's it's good. Something about it I liked. It's got that pretentiousness to it. Yeah, maybe I like the pretentiousness. Let's see if it survives. Humanoids always has good stuff. I just don't go down that path. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to get this the Inkle, which is interesting because it's written by Dan, Dan Waters. Waters. Yeah, and John Davis Hunt. Is doing the art on that. Yeah. So that's a good creative team. Eddie Art looks <laughs> badass. But I, I would get it if I uh, got the previous Inkle stuff, but I haven't, so I am not in part of that world. Yeah, all of it looks good to me. They did have one that looked interesting. I'm getting a few uh, IDWs. I'm getting Dark Spaces Good Deeds number one. I'm getting Cat Fight number one. Yeah, I got Cat. I was going to get Cat Fight probably. What was the other one? Uh, Good Deeds number one. So Dark Spaces did Wildfire. We liked that one. That was about the heist and the forest fire. Yeah. <clears throat> now this is Dark Spaces Good Deeds. Okay. This is anthology line. Oh, there it is. 
But it's not written by... It's not written Snyder. by him. Gotcha. But it's his, his, I think it's his property. He owns the line. There's a new Star Trek Echoes by Guggenheim. And that one has a Kirk. That one's tempting. <clears throat> I, li I do like the original crew comics, so I might, might go down that path. Yeah, it's probably a good one if you're into that stuff. I'm not getting the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Saturday morning adventures. I'm all in on that. I'll get the annual, though. The Saturday morning adventures, I never got in. I was too old for the TV show. So I never watched it. I never did either, but I'm going to get it anyway. Maybe I'll get it. <laughs> I feel like maybe I should get the first issue before writing it off so quickly. I don't think I have anything for a bit. No, I don't have anything till Mad Cave. Yeah, Mad Cave, I have Monomyth. And then there's various trades in here that I'm thinking about, but I gotta research them all. <clears throat> Sprinkled throughout. Yeah, Monomyth. I'll get that. There's a lot of singles though. That's they're, they're they've grown cuz I'm getting all of these. And that's like seven or eight titles. Yeah, it is a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. <clears throat> Maybe I won't get that new one cuz that one's fantasy. What did that one say? That one says says magic is all but extinct. The last wizard cast a final spell. Something about an ordeal. I'm going to skip that one. I'm getting it because I like magic stuff. I can, I'm getting magic and other image books. I could image <laughs> and boom. I could skip that. Got your share of magic books. <clears throat> I'm just getting too much from that publisher right now. They're too big. Yeah. I got to be more selective. Because there's a couple of image title solicits that I'm passing on that the solicit is more interesting to me than the yeah, magic. Yeah, choose one, yeah. Oni has another Cullen Bun one. Lamination number one. Yeah, I'll probably get this. You know, they did the thing that I hate, which is do a double size 
number one and make it a three issue series instead of just doing it as a four issue series. There you go. But because they forcing know, me, they know that you don't buy four singles. issue series. You buy only three issue series. See, they're playing so, with your mind. That's pretty awesome. They're probably listening to our podcast. Say, I'm going to fuck his world. <laughs> What's he going to do? He'll be stuck. He'll be stuck. You'll have to he get the number three one. Issues. He has to get two and three. Yeah. Because we've given them the first two issues. They don't show the covers either. Well, maybe they do on the previous page. Let's see. Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. I'm getting the Kyle Hotz one for sure. Look yeah. at that guy. I'm getting it. Holy I'm getting it, I'm mother, getting it. that looks awesome. I would have got the Kyle Hotz one sight unseen. Though. I would have too. I was going to tell you that. Because <laughs> of all the other names, that's that name Like I know I like. Yeah. Plus he's got that's the horror like. He is a good horror artist. Yeah, for sure. And that's something like they're putting on a play in a, a haunted castle. Mm-hmm. And things go bad. They got two new Opus ones I'm getting. I'm getting Ooh. Frank Frazetta's Mothman. That has An- Andrea Muti art. That would be Does. pretty good. And then I'm getting so Julian, Queen of the Lost World. Yes. What's that based on? Oh, yeah, that one I'm considering because it's by Leah Moore and her husband. Uh, is this based on some band or an artist? No, oh, this, is, a paint, this is a painter. Yeah. Yeah. Painter. That's, that one I'm tempted by, but... I'm not sure about. I might get within temptation to. to... I really need to read. <clears throat> I'm make a note to myself to read death, the death dealer issue I got. <laughs> Let's see if I'm into this world, this publisher. Cave Girl Classics. Oh, I, these PS art books, man, they just draw me in. I just, I want to get them so bad. I just don't. I know I won't read them right away. Yeah, I'm I'm very selective on their books. If they start veering into the teen teenager books, then I'm in trouble. Teenager, oh, like the Archie teenager stuff or that yeah, kind of stuff? Yeah, not Archie, but yeah, the stuff around <clears throat> that era. The 60s teen, teenage stuff and 50s. I'd be in trouble if they do that. From Rebellion, there's a new Garth Ennis, John Wagner book, uh, Battle Action, number one of five. I'll be getting that. That's on my must-buy. What page is that on? That's on oh, 389. Yeah, yeah. That's on my list, too. Yeah. <clears throat> There's a new number one from Red 5 I'm not going to get because I supported the Kickstarter. We are Scarlet Twilight. Ah. I already have it. Have you read that yet? Not yet. Oh, dang it. I was going to ask you if it's good. Sorry. Thought you read these things as they come in. 
I, I had an original plan that, but then Death Wish comes into my life and <laughs> stole your attention. Charles Bronson comes in and then steals my said, attention for time. That's right. You said, should I read We Are Scarlet Twilight or should I watch Charles Bronson? Bronson. Killing some more people. Yeah. Scout has a new one called Drexler. The edge of nowhere, local sheriff Carr is facing a crisis with discovery of three slaughtered girls and another missing. As local tensions boil, she reaches out to the only person she knows capable of stopping the massacre, Drexler. However, Drexler brings with him a powder keg of his own problems that could threaten to destroy all. Regardless, this is something sinister, stalking the woods in the darkness. Nobody is safe. It looks like it's some kind of octopus. Or Cthulhu yeah, like creatures. Does non-stop mean you have to buy the first one and then the trade? Yep. God. It's your favorite. Damn it! That is already telling me don't buy it. It's your <clears throat> least favorite. It's the one that is made for me. But I'm not getting this one. This one sounds good to me. I like that, especially. Missing town and people getting missing, and that's right in my wheelhouse. Impossible Jones and Captain Lightning. I, I am in that universe, so I'll be getting that. Okay. Keeper of the Cosmos. Not getting that. I might get that. That looks like all ages, is it? I can't tell. I don't. I don't think so, because it says Rick and Morty meets Invincible. In this raucous road trip across the cosmos. Mm. Maybe. So I guess it could be. That one's I guess a, those are... Well, well, not if you put Invincible. Invincible's violent. Yeah, that's not... And Rick and Marty is... I don't think that's for kids either. That's adult, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to get... I'll try it out. I'm a maybe on that one. I don't think I'm getting Mullet Cop. I don't think so. I am either. Because I don't think I got... I don't remember if I got any mullet cop. But I do think I'm going to get the Omega Gang. Yeah, I think so too. And I do think I'm getting... Although, there's a lot of Gen Z books in this issue. Yeah. Damn kids. Quicksand. And Sudden Death. Did you know they got rid of their black uh, caravan and just started labeling? I was just all yeah, there's, one now. There, there's no black caravan anymore. I don't understand. You're right. I don't see black caravan. They do have Katrina's caravan. Uh, I'm getting both of these. <clears throat> Quicksand and sudden death. Yeah. <clears throat> see those those ones. The keepers of the cosmos is a maybe for me. Drexler was a buy, but now ugh, I, I don't like that non-stop <laughs> format. I really hate it. The Crispa ones, I'm very those are Spanish related line. I am gonna get that Katrina's caravan. It sounded kind of interesting. Yeah, I am 
definitely getting that one. I'll see what out of these I can fit. This Sigma Sigma Comics Here Comes Calico looks interesting. And it's two ninety nine. Yeah, I've seen that guy at a convention before. Yeah, did you buy any of his stuff? No, because I found him kind of uh too aggressive in his sales pitch. What no, tell me about this. Like no, I, I, <laughs> I wanna understand what was what was turning you off. He's just too aggressive. He's like, here, read it. It's really good. Pick it up. Check it out. And he's telling me about the book. Also like a Luke Foster. Yeah, my... <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, it's oh, about a drunken to... monkey. Come over here. Get it. You got to buy you the drunken the... monkey. Yeah. So I don't know. Put a bad taste in my mouth. I don't go for those over aggressive sales techniques at a convention until you're there behind the table and then you'll be like motherfucker you're gonna buy my board it's the liquor. Buy the liquor. <laughs> i'll kick your ass i'm gonna come after your family i will lick you <laughs> <laughs> i will lick you dry if you don't buy this book Kids, come and check out the liquor. Try it at your school. If you lick somebody, you might get their powers. That's right, kids. Come on, kids. Take it to your classroom. <clears throat> this is an all-ages book. I think you should buy it. It's about a guy who licks people. About <laughs> a guy who licks people. There you go. Come on, kids. Go Join for in the it. fun. Yeah. Licking people is good. I think I'm going to get this. I think I'm going to try this get aggressive. Here comes Calico just for spite. I think the $2.99 is very good price to try something. I think you should get it. Tell me how it is. So so did he, he said try it out, open it, and you didn't want to open it because he was pushy? No, I did pick it up and look through it. Oh, what did it look about? Okay, let's get into that. Was it amateurish or was it... No, I I think it looked pretty good. From what I remember, the art art looked fine. And I think he said that part of the money was going to... I don't know. Some animal place. Oh, so you and he said, "Fuck you!" No, I ain't gonna buy your book. <laughs> yeah, I can help no animals. I can help handicapped. I I don't care. <laughs> You're too pushy, goddammit. I don't like books about animals or handicapped people. Jesus Christ! <laughs> How did you walk out of that? Just like I don't think it's for me. I can't remember, but he was mad. He was mad. He did not seem pleased that I didn't purchase the book. Like, what did he do? Was he going to, like, was he... Uh, he was going to kick my ass, I think. Oh, so he was <laughs> mad. Like, he was, was he a bully-looking guy or what? 
I don't remember what he looked like. This was like, I don't remember. Remember what, was this before pandemic or after pandemic? I don't even remember. Might have been before. So let's go to Source Point Press then. Are there any new number ones? I don't think there are. At least that I can see. Oh, Cuddle Kaiju. That's a free book. What? Source Point Press, free. Oh, yeah, free. I wonder if we can even get that. Probably not. Unless you buy one of those toys. Let's see. Find. Cuddle. You can buy the plush. Yeah, you can't buy the issue. From Sumerian, or formerly known as Behemoth, they have Feeder number one. This one is in my wheelhouse just by the description. Lee Kidd was the most famous action movie hero of the 80s, but he's fallen on hard times. With his life in a downward spiral, Kidd has become a shadow of his former self, turning to a life of crime as an enforcer for a local crime boss. But when he's given a new job, can he bring himself to complete it? Or is he being given a chance to change his ways? I like stuff like that. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, that's something I... I'll probably get that one. Back issue 145, I'm getting that. Uh, Spider-Man's Rogues. Yep. Exo Man of War Unconquered. Number three. I'm getting that as well. I'm getting the new barbaric spinoff, Queen of Swords. Yeah, that's a must-buy for me, but that's in my genre, so. And they have they have nudie covers again. Do they? Yeah. At least it's in the DCBS order form. Ah. I think Nudie I'll just be getting cover covers. A. Nudie covers. There you go. <laughs> Money Shot probably has one. That's their their shtick. I didn't realize, what's her name? Giselle, is that her first name? Lagasse is doing the art in this arc. And which one? Money Shot. Oh, yeah. She did the other Money Shot, too, didn't she? Lagasse? Did she? I thought she did. Because I went and bought her... uh... Was it Menage a Trois, or what did she do? She did another yeah, book. Yeah, Menage a Trois, yeah. I didn't think she did the first one, yeah, though, did she? Yeah, she did. 
Ah, I stand corrected. I'm, let me check, though. You might be right. Maybe it's I'm my checking wife. Too. Uh, no, this says art by Rebecca Isaacs. Oh, you're right. When did Lagos start? Is this Money Shot Comes Again? Is that what that is? What? <clears throat> I guess you're right. I don't know. She did something else because I bought a Kickstarter from her. but Yeah, she did something. I got confused. Yeah, I think she just came up. Is Barb going to die? Oh, Barb, Barb is sick. That's the other downside. Barb got... She got a cold. She tested no, negative for COVID, but she's got something going on. Yeah, it sounds worse than COVID. <clears throat> well, I, she's in the cough phase. I think I'm in the early phases of getting sick. Yeah, with all the coughing. Yeah. Hopefully you're wearing your mask. I'm not wearing my mask because I have to podcast. <laughs> All right, I lost track of where I was. Shudder. I'm getting shudder. What page is that? I don't know. Four... 24. It's right after the vaults. Oh, yeah. And I'm getting uh, changelings because I'm supporting Kevin Van Hook. So. Yeah. North Valley Grim War is a Blake Northcutt, Giuseppe Cafaro. Um, and it has a Faye Dalton cover. Come on. Mm hmm. Faye Dalton covers are amazing. Always. So I take it you're getting that, number one? <clears throat> yeah, because it's CIA and magic. I, I am getting it as well. And a cover. <clears throat> oh no, you're coughing now. Yeah, I'm getting the sickness. Oh boy. You're going to have to take time off. I may have to, and I don't have any t time to take off. No. I mean, I have time. I don't have the time. I'm too I busy. understand. <clears throat> yeah. You can't afford to take off time. Yeah. Zenoscope, I continue to be really impressed with i am i am reading the shit out of wonderland which is the one i never bought <laughs> but uh yeah I, I'll, I'll be getting all of these probably covering getting the the pat shand one van helsing cinderella versus the queen of hearts i can't remember if i ordered the first one. Ooh, that's a must buy that's not because of Cinderella, but because of the Queen of Hearts. That 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 goes into the Wonderland stuff. Yeah. I didn't even pay attention to that. Uh, Grim Fairy Tales seventy two. 
<clears throat> yeah, there, there, there are. God, I, I just love reading those books. I'm, I'm very into their continuity for sure. They're not for everyone, but they're definitely something I like to read. So that's it. That took that's us it. through previews. I had no yeah, I, I, manga. I haven't even looked through the manga yet. I am probably going to place my order today. <clears throat> so we'll see what I get. I would like to get to the point where I'm adding less than 10 books a month. Because what that usually means is through attrition, I'm losing more than 10. <clears throat> and I would be in a good place. Yeah. Being your target range. Yeah. I may have to get my shoes on and go rescue her. She doesn't go out with Barb because Barb is more disciplined and she knows she could take advantage of me. <laughs> That's because, yeah, Barb is the alpha, so. Yeah. She can't take advantage of Barb. That's right. We'll see how long my wireless can go on this. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I'm starting to lose you. Okay. That's. I think she's just getting antsy because she wants me to take her. She hasn't gone for her walk yet. All right, now can you hear me? Yeah, I could hear you. All right. I need to get a powerful microphone so now I can walk out with Harley and still podcast. <clears throat> Flipping through the toys, I'll stop. So we just have some books to cover. Yeah, I need to go get my reading glasses. Okay. <laughs> this is a pause for... The reading glasses. Pause for the old folks in the audience. Let's pause for to me grab to their reading glasses. eat a Twinkie. Mm. So I got some key Kickstarters this week. I got my John Sable Mike Grill Kickstarter Omnibus. That was a big one. I got my Andrew Peepoy, uh, Simone and Ajax uh, hardcover with my Dazzler commission. I got Cheeky from Pat Shand. I got some Jungle Girl one. I don't remember what it's called. But uh, it's quite quite the number of Kickstarters arriving. I haven't have one I haven't opened yet because <clears throat> I got a shipment of books. You can tell I've cut down my books because uh, the latest box was eight pounds. So you you can tell now that time is catching up that 
I've went from usually a 32 to 45 pound box to a under 10 pound box. That was a light week though. It's usually probably going to be more like a 15, 20 pound box. But uh, yeah. phone is ringing nobody we need to answer it for <clears throat> okay I'm back I right I'm on I just told comics. I just told people I got three big kickstarters this week oh. I got my John Sable omnibus from Mike Grell I got my uh, Pat Shan Cheeky. Oh, I haven't got my Cheeky yet. And I got my Andrew Peepoy, Simone and Ajax hardcover with my uh, commission, my Dazzler commission in it. Ooh. I don't think I ordered the John Sable or the... I don't remember if I ordered the Peepoy one. <clears throat> you probably didn't or you would have got it already because you probably wouldn't have got the commission. True. Let's assume I didn't get it. Now, if the if the <clears throat> John Sable one comes in previews, I'll probably be tempted to get it. Yeah. I told him not to do it in previews because... Then, that's fine. Then I just won't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't read a lot of that, so that's probably why I didn't get the Kickstarter. I don't even know if I have any issues with that. I did support his new um, Kickstarter, whatever that was. The one that comes after Cheeky. Oh, the Pat Shandies? Yeah. Yeah, I got the next one, too. We should read Cheeky for next <clears throat> We can. Next I'll, time. I'll, I'll write it down here. Because that was... first one was fantastic. Cheeky is one of the books we're going to cover. For those playing <clears throat> along at home. All right. What do you want to cover? We don't know. We got a lot of stuff here. Not too much. It's a lighter week. We have a lot, uh, of, issues, lot of issues, but not a lot of titles. Right. Well, did you have the Firstborns? You, I, I don't think you did, right? Was that on the list? <clears throat> yeah. Did I, see, I don't know if I have that. This is did I read it? Pliskin and Luca Vassello. Oh, I couldn't find it. <laughs> yeah. This, this was... is what cracks me up. I couldn't find Heavy Metal Drummer, which is the same format. This format, I just lose. I don't know why. It's not that small. <laughs> so little. I can't find it. <clears throat> no, I, I didn't read it because I couldn't find it. Yeah, this this is the Heavy Metal Drummer creative team, and that's why I bought it, because I liked it a lot. And there's some weird uh, event that happens on a planet that these, like, spider beings, like, grow this plant, and it shoots out something into the the sky and it's headed towards earth but meanwhile there's this kid that's getting bullied by three 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 kids 
One kid has a skull on his shirt. The other kid's shirt says, fuck you. And the other shirt is an anarchy symbol, so you know you're in trouble. They, they chase this guy up a mountain. They He loses his bike. And they essentially get him to fall off a mountain. They push him off. And he falls to his death and dies. <clears throat> and then they say, oh shit, we got to cover up our mess. They try to hide his bike. And then meanwhile, there's this deer that comes across this glowing thing, which came from that spider alien planet. And this kid wake, wakes up. He's dead. He's like, comes back. He looks, his hands are all fucked up. He's all messed up. But he still comes back. And he sees that deer get fried. And then the deer um, seems take to take him to that where that other thing landed and uh, he goes what the fuck and he touches it and when he touches it he he like simultaneously combusts but then it it cuts over to another kid that wakes up in another house and I don't know what how it links the two of them it's it's very confusing but uh, I liked it a lot I gave it four out of five. And Harley's yelling at me, saying, "Is your podcast more important than me? Come on! <laughs> How dare you? Ignore me!" Yeah, she's like, "But I, I gave Firstborn. I liked it a lot. Um, I, I really hate having books at the storage unit because." I like these things, and then I have to go to the storage unit and grab them, and I hate that. I, I really wish I could go to my basement and just pull them out and read them. Yeah. That is understandable. So, yeah, that was a good one. Everything I read from Sumerian or Behemoth, I, I kind of like a lot, too. Not usually disappointed. Yeah, they have some good stuff. You want to jump into our Xenoscope, Man Goat, and Bunny Man? Sure. So this is the second uh, arc of Man Goat and Bunny Man. Green Eggs and Blam. Let me pull up my notes. So this one uh, has an interesting footnote in the uh, <clears throat> in the first issue. As, as you read along, um, it, it seems like uh, Man Goat and Bunny Man open up with an argument because Man Goat was, I guess, having some flirta- flirtatious encounters with. Uh, Bunny, Bunny Man's mom, yeah, and uh, his human mom. And they say you can go to the Zenoscope website and read like a digital a short, short. Yeah. yeah. Did you do that? No, I didn't. Did you? No. Okay. <laughs> but I got the gist of it. You know, like I I got that there was some kind of flirtatious or maybe sexual encounter. Yeah, it seems like. Man goat hits on everyone. Did you say negative? 
prognosis negative. So it's not the COVID. That's two tests. Yeah. So she's going to just give me a common cold. Yeah. I've been staying pretty far away. We're usually like four to six feet apart. But uh, the chances of me getting it are very high. Yeah. Yeah, colds are easy to get. Man, she is... She doesn't sound like somebody that just came out of surgery, does she? <laughs> she does not sound weak. Yeah. Feeble. Stop yelling so much. We can hear you. I'm here. I'm, I'm acknowledging you. You're here. <laughs> I understand your problems. I get it. I know you pooped. So, uh... Yeah, this 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 is like a coming of uh, Bunny Man's anger, which he usually gets pretty pissed off anyway. Um, Man Goat's horniness and the fact that uh, he wants to find his father. Bunny Man wants to find his father. Yeah, because the the actual, the story opens like in the past where a, a fully grown. Bunny man is running, carrying a little baby bunny, running from uh, these werewolf-looking things. And then... I think they call them dog men. Yeah. The dog men, and then some, like, humans show up to stop him. And he's like a Rambo rat, uh, rabbit kind of like muscular and he looks like a sliced alone rabbit yeah he's a <clears throat> commando rabbit yeah and then in the present so yeah like you said they're arguing about goat goat man hitting on bunny man's dad and then some robots show up, giant <laughs> he, robots show up. He's not hitting on Bunny Man's dad. He's hitting oh, on Bunny dad. Man's mom. Mom. Did I say dad? <laughs> yeah. Why did I say dad? I don't know. Uh, subconscious. Oh, because I was thinking of, because we were just looking at his dad. Yeah. Bunny, Bunny Man's dad looks like Bunny Man. Bunny Man's mom is just like a regular woman. Yeah, she's a human. Human. Which is, I don't know if she's his biological mom, though. It sounds like she saved him from the lab. Yeah, I don't think she, yeah, she was a, no, she's not. She she was working in the in the lab and rescued him. So this, yeah, in this series, you kind of find out, like, the history of Bunny Man a little bit. Which he doesn't even know, so he, he learns it as well. There's a scientist that I think opens a portal to... Bunny Man's world and wants to do mm-hmm. something with him for the dog. He's working with the Dog Man because there was a war between the right. Dog Man and the Bunny Man, and the Bunny Man sort of won, and now he's trying to help the Dog Man. Right, he's I can on tell. Team Dog Man. But he was the one that was doing experimentation on. Uh, his father and supposedly took away his bunny balls because he's like later bunny man's on the table he's like please don't take my balls 
Please don't take not my, my seed. <laughs> not my seed. Well, that's the other thing they want to do is they want to take his seed and put it into the dog woman. They want yeah, to they... breed him with the yeah, with, have with sex the with the, princess, the yeah. Black princess. Yeah. Not my seed. The other thing I like is the jackrabbit guy is like banging everything, including like the stuffed bunny. Yeah. <laughs> Or something else too. Well, they, there, there was a. What do they call those things? Jackalopes. It's a jackalope, yeah, right? Jackalope. Yeah. So the jackalope bunny is the son of the scientist, but the scientist guy wants nothing to do with his son. Like he, the son is always right. trying to please the father, but the father wants nothing to do with his son. And uh, he's he's actually trying to help bunny men on his adventure. And they like take money from the mom's purse or whatever, and they go on this adventure. And there's like these prostitutes, and this jackalope bunny man guy is like stealing money out of the the canister, and paying for all these prostitutes to have sex with them. <clears throat> That's pretty funny. And I don't think I don't think bunny man knows about it. Oh, that he's using the money. Yeah, he's doing it all when he falls asleep, or he's on trying to find out about his father. Yeah. And then we have a new character who's a octopus. I don't remember what his name was. Octo something. Yeah. He seems to come from the same lab and is an ally somehow. Yeah. And they team up with Bunny Man's mom and girlfriend. Bunny Man's girlfriend. Yeah. Which which Bunny Man's mad about Mango coming on to his girlfriend. I think there's a scene where Mango had given his girlfriend a t-shirt. And she comes yeah. out of a room and she's wearing Mangoat's t-shirt. So he's like, not only did you fuck my mom, you're like fucking my girlfriend, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> yep. But his, I don't think his father, when he finds his father, I don't think his father is really his father. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't his real father. Not my seed. <laughs> that was my favorite line. Not my bunny balls. Yeah, there, there's some good. And then the third issue, yeah, you get into the history of the dog people. And you get the showdown at the lab. It was good. I enjoy these ser- these these uh these series. Yeah. There's a lot of funny stuff in there. I like the way that they portray anger because I, I that bunny man gets pissed off. Yeah, they were suppressing his. The scientist was suppressing his rage. More so than Mangoat. Mangoat is like the clear-headed one that just is so horny all the time, wants to sleep with everybody. He even wants to sleep with that pilot because there's there's the mother, there's mm-hmm. the hit bunny man's girlfriend, 
And then there's the pilot that flies the him in that helicopter. helicopter yeah. yeah. And yeah, then I... you get a hint that uh, Bunny Man's dad is still alive and on a mission somewhere. And maybe we'll we I think in the last previews we ordered the one shot, so maybe that's continued in that one. Yeah. I'm not letting you out. You're not fooling me. <clears throat> and I like <laughs> So when when uh, Bunny Man gets scared he like poops a little bit. <laughs> but he was there with his girlfriend, he was like, Please don't poop, please don't poop. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I can't poop in front of my girlfriend. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, do you want to talk Ant or Savage Dragon? Uh, let's do Ant first. Okay. Ant was a little tough for me to remember... Where we left off, like I remember it was tying mm -hmm. Dragon and Spawn together, but I don't remember anything outside that convention. And you could tell his art style, like he's playing around with a lot of colors. Yeah, for sure. That's the main difference. I think his art is different too. Like, Yeah, it is. It's a looser, a looser style, I think. Mm-hmm. Less uh, hatching and stuff. Yeah, so this this actually concludes. So this is number six, which I think concludes like the first arc. Which <clears throat> I, I actually th I actually thought it was over until I read the letters page. Like oh yeah oh in terms of well yeah I I, I actually yeah. thought he was gonna complete ant with yeah, this so issue because <laughs> it came it so came to a complete start until yeah. I saw the blurb that said next severed hand and then he yeah, said I he's taking that... a break to catch up on Savage Dragon yeah <clears throat> I think that this 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 wraps up because one of the things he was trying to do is tie the old ant series in with the ant appearance in Savage Dragon, or was it in Spawn? Oh, was Savage Dragon. Savage Dragon. Yeah. So this kind of finishes that, so it kind of wraps all the storylines together. So I think from this point on, he can do original stuff. Because I know in some of the earlier issues, he was redoing stuff from previous ant, the previous ant series. So now he's free to do whatever he wants with ants. They're trying to rescue Gadget Man and then fight this villain. <clears throat> I forget what the villain's name is. But the, the villain does have a bunch of minions. And they go into a, a very colorful battle with these minions. With a lot of blood and death for sure. And a lot of severed limbs. And the Savage Dragon, Malcolm does lose his his arm, or his like from his elbow down. And it looks like uh, Ant has the ability to like yeah. hotwire villains. She keeps talking about this rape van, and they hotwire a Miley Ray Cyrus 
concert shuttle van. Yeah, they steal a van and then yeah, have a final fight with this dude. The only part I couldn't explain, though, is when did this occur? Do we know? Is this a long time ago? You mean in relation to Spawn? Yeah, because I the part I didn't get is how Spawn was able to turn his face into a Al, you know Al's face, Al Simmons. Yeah. Without being the burned carcass that he is underneath the costume. Because there's a scene there where they're like, okay, Savage Dragon dresses down and she takes off her costume and he takes off his spawn costume and then they they drive into town. And I don't understand why they, well, I guess there's a, several civilians on the side there but really they were on open road until they arrived at that location and then once they got up the mountain is when they costumed back up yeah i don't know yeah they just took them off for (laughs) a moment (laughs) i can understand her not wanting to be in the ant costume the whole time but yeah i'm not sure why Al had to take his mask off. I don't know. I thought there was an error in the art, but he does still have his arm missing this whole time. Some really nice Kirby panels there. I, I like the. I like when this guy tries to crush him with the walls, and you mm-hmm. see choom like he tries, to, and they, Savage Dragons kind of breaks out of it, and gets them free. Yeah, I like all the sound effects. And this guy, this guy wants to surrender. After all said and done, but uh, I think Ant kills him. I don't think that was Spawn. I think it was Spawn. No, look at the point on that thing. I know, but Spawn's right behind him. Like, look at the the antenna on her. I don't know. You're right. You're well, right. Not, it, it was Spawn. I didn't. I didn't see the Spawn. Yeah, Ant's up on the roof. No, the Spawn. Uh, Mask is in his back. Yeah, it is fun. It says, fuck you, stab. It looked like one of her antennae. Yeah, I think it's just red because it's covered in gore and blood. And then at the end, she gets on a train. Yeah, they all go their separate ways. It'd be interesting to compare this back to the Savage Dragon issues. Yeah. But that would mean I would have to go dig up the Savage Dragon issues. Easier for you than for me. True, it's not that hard. I I just have to turn to my side and pull out a long box. 
When I retire, one thing I want to do is to sort all of my spawn ants and savage dragons in one box. I mean, in whatever, how many boxes it takes, but yeah, they won't fit have the them all together. Well, yeah, especially because I have three of each issue, so. <laughs> True. I have. Although the comic shop, I get my ants and Savage Dragons from the comic shop now. He didn't give me my cover B ant. He only Ooh. gave me my cover A ant. So I don't know if he didn't get it or what, but. Yeah. <clears throat> I have a one long box of spawn and one short box of spawn. And I have one long box of Savage Dragon, but it's full. So I need a short box too. Ant number six. And then we got Savage. Savage Dragon was my favorite. It was my favorite of my reads. But it usually is, so. Yeah, I would say so. I just love his layouts and panels. Like, I just, I could stare at him. Like, I just like his I know, stuff so, so much. So God, I, I just love the way they talk to each other. It's not your fault, Chicken Coop. <laughs> she's she she's a he's feeling down because of all the covid deaths because his blood went to a hospital and killed a lot of people including hortus yeah they actually go to hortus's funeral which i'm still upset that he killed her but he calls her meat grinder <laughs> You don't do anything wrong, dry rot. <laughs> they just go back and forth with their nicknames. Well, shit, pillowcase. <laughs> pumpkin spice. <laughs> Why do you call her pumpkin spice? That's yeah, funny. She called him pumpkin oh, she did. spice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so this starts where Mako 2 is out killing people in the streets of Toronto. Well, actually, that one savage dragon kid that's being raised by samurai breaks out of a second. Yeah, Billy. Yeah, yeah he's leaves a location. There's a prostitute there. It looks like that yells at him, you know, like. And then she gets killed by Mako. <clears throat> and then Amy's saying, maybe you shouldn't go to the funeral. Like, don't go. And he's like, I'm in a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. And then you see the, the funeral with all... I thought Dart was dead. Who is that Dart? Is there another dart? Yeah, there's two darts. Which dart is dead? The one that was le leading the vicious circle? She got killed, right? Yeah, she got killed. I can't remember where the second dart came from. 
Jeremiah Youngblood as a conversation tries to recruit recruit Malcolm into a new uh, special operations strike force that's based in California. There's a lot of shots at cost of living in California. <laughs> Free health care. Oh, like a husband and wife are on a vacation and and they get killed by a uh, Mako I can't believe they go to the beach and she's dressed like this with her kids Jesus Christ I know she, yeah, her outfit is something else she's wearing a thong that's just like right up her butt you get a an ass shot. It looks like she doesn't even have anything in the front, but you can see it that she does. Neck, yeah. yeah, it goes around her neck. <clears throat> and the kids all go their separate ways to go play at the beach. They're like... Except for Maddie. Yeah. The cute... Oh, okay. The kids can go off and play, except for you, Maddie. You stay close. Your powers can kill people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and she wants to do it on the beach, but he's like, there's, there's people here. There's people with cameras pointing at us. <laughs> and then Mako attacks in the water. And then there's a big fight. And what's that kid's name? His, his, his daughter? Yeah. I forget what her name is, but she jumps out. That That's a good splash of her jumping out of the, the water to save that kid she was playing with. Oh, a yeah, Amy. Yeah. I love that yeah. splash, man. That looks so great. Yeah, and Amy punches Mako in the eye and gets her hand stuck in his eye socket. <laughs> <laughs> and it gets ripped off. And that's which is when, bad for which is bad for Mako. Yeah. That's when Malkin has, loses uh, his shit. Yeah. That's the part yeah. I, di I didn't understand Mako's what, what happened. Harley Quinn, stop yelling. <laughs> that's the part I didn't understand is um Where did he get the bathtub from? They're they're in this fight scene and then he gets like a bat. Oh, they crash. He crashes into a like an apartment, a house, yeah, house and then comes out with the bathtub. <laughs> Grabs the bathtub. Knocks him out and then there's this for Zach. Like, what happened in that scene there? That's the part I don't get. Is there's electric? Whatever yeah, happens with question. electricity happens there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly where the electricity came from. But then Mako blows up. <laughs> Is that what happened? Oh, because he's got the blood. He's yeah, got the he got... blood transfusion. Yeah, that's he got the, the blood part. In him. That's the part I was going to ask you because. They... They were, he, he was getting choked. 
And then you hear, hear like sput and the, like just this red panel. Yeah, sput. <laughs> and it was just the blood that through the blood transfusion that yeah, killed him. Yeah, because he got. Well, I think it's because Amy's blood got in him when, because her hand got stuck in his eye. And they're still missing their kid Jackson. And then yeah, they... so at the beach during all this fighting, Maxine was looking for Jackson because he she couldn't find him. And then the, the police bring Jackson back, but it's not Jackson, it's Billy. <laughs> Billy! Yeah, did you, read, did you read that first letter that came to Eric? It said, your comics are garbage and your art is easily surpassed by a kindergarten or a caveman. <laughs> Stop polluting the comics industry and the public sphere in general with your trash. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> God damn. Harsh. And lies, too. Oh, yeah. You're a fucking asshole. I'm not surprised that some people don't like this. I, I understand it, but you know what you're getting with uh, 263 issues in. You're, yeah, no, seriously. Be no surprises. <laughs> yeah, if, clearly this is someone who just jumped on. And if you jump on and it's not, and you don't like it, then what do you do? Write an angry letter. Yeah. And say, clearly this is garbage. The fact that there's almost 300 issues is irrelevant. Yeah. I am right. I wish it would sell more because I just, I love, I love this book. Like I, I can look at these panels all day and I, it's like my favorite art. Like I just, that fight scene is amazing. (laughs) She doesn't want to go out. You know what she wants? No, bullshit. She's gonna come, she's gonna walk on the deck and then she's gonna come inside and bark some more. There's a backup in here. By oh, R. Allen Brooks and Frank I, Fosco. I didn't even read the backup. It's about a new character. I don't I don't know if they ever mention her name. But she seems to be like a singer. In one, a jazz singer in one lifetime and a superhero in another lifetime. Hmm. But Fosco drew a lot of the image Ninja Turtles, didn't he? Yeah, he did the urban legends stuff. I decided to be a hero. Yeah, it's weird that they don't say her name. At least I didn't see it. I didn't even see a title to it. I don't either. Oh, Butterfly. Because uh, if you read the credits under letters, it says Butterfly created by Rich Buckler. So her name is Butterfly. Oh, yeah, there it is. Butterfly. Good stuff. Yeah, five out of five. I didn't know if you had the new one, so I didn't read it. 
I do have the new 64. one. Did you read it? I did, but we can save it. Yeah, let's save it because I didn't read it. It's interesting. It's just the history of Paul. Oh, okay. So it tells Paul Dragon's story. And then we got Planet Comics. Yeah, our final uh, final book. I hadn't realized it had been so long since we read Planet Comics. Yeah, it's 5, 6, and 7, right? Is that what yeah. you read? Yep. The This one here, Bark at the Moon, is my favorite. I freaking love the artists. Uh, I, I, it's very <laughs> like yeah. cartoon. And I, I, I love the the dialogue. Like, you know, he's running down the street and he's like, shit, stop right there, motherfucker. <laughs> the way they talk. And he's, I like how there this was... guy. Harley is distracting. I apologize to all the listeners. Harley had surgery. Tune Harley out. She's on a lot of narcot. I mean, drugs for pain. And I, I think. Instead of like knocking her out, she's having the reverse effect, where she wants to They're just yell, making her wild. And she wants me to take her, even though she already pooped. I know she did. I like how this, how he's running away. Like this guy, looks like he's Irish and has a red like goatee, and he he's running away from these cops. <laughs> and I like this fat guy with the this freaking ice cream. And he like rubs and runs into his, runs right his, into blubber, his blubber in his back, and he's like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> and he's like, he's getting away. I... I'll shoot. And then he shoots, and he like blows this guy's head off, like this innocent guy. And uh, guy who's giving flowers to his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, he's giving flowers to his girlfriend, and he's and, this, and then he slips in the blood, and that's how they capture. Him. <laughs> and you see the eyeball yeah. land on top of his head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bounces off his head. <laughs> then he gets sent to pris- a prison camp or a prison on Saturn, and he's like, "No, you can't send me to Saturn. You don't understand." Yeah, and you learn why he, they don't want to send him to Saturn. And there's this on Saturn. There's these two guys that are already in prison that are going to be let out in three months, and they're trying just to to ride out their time. And then a riot breaks out. Yeah, and they all get gassed, knocked out. But it's a very all... abrupt ending. To the first story, but then it continues in the next issue. Or the, no, it no, continues on the third in issue. Yeah. Seven, yeah. So, <clears throat> I know that's what I was disappointed in six when I'm like, oh, what happened to the bark at the moon? Yeah. <laughs> but then I was happy to see it return in seven. That was my favorite. I don't know what your favorite was. There, there, there's one story that there's a bunch of little stories, and then there's one that's like really elaborate, like. It like it's like world building, right? Like it builds yeah, an that's entire right. world. Lords of the Cosmos might be my favorite, but it was hard. It was tough to break into. Yeah. Like the first time I, the first story I read, I did not like it all. It grows on you because you see what they're doing. Yeah. Like it, it's several writers across this that's one. The same world. writer, different. 
different, different artists. artists. Yeah. yeah. They have a nice uh, little pinup here of like a, a girl on a rocket fighting monsters. Like I, I like that. And then the awakening starts. That's by well, I want to say who the creative team is because this. Oh yeah, this Bark is at really the Moon. Good. Bark at the Moon yeah. is by Hanu Kesola and Emilio Critch. And yeah. uh, <clears throat> the art is is very much like an animated cartoon uh, with humor to it, but it's really cool sci-fi. Like I I like the plot and I I really like yeah. I, when when they cuss, it's good cussing. <laughs> like I it's used well like it's cool it's used well like it's really good <laughs> I was I was surprised there was so much cussing and and blood in this because of I, the art style well, no because I thought Anarch Press like wanted like all ages stuff in these books but I guess apparently not yeah Apparently not. <laughs> the awakening. Yeah, I, I, I like the art a lot in, in those stories too. It was fun. The awakening hasn't even <laughs> been concluded yet, right? Like it says, continued so. next issue, but it wasn't. Yeah, is it? Yeah, we haven't seen it yet. So the awakening is is sort of like. Uh, this ice planet where three factions are, are fighting a war that I can tell. And there's this one barbarian guy on a T-Rex and his group is like riding saber tooths and woolly mammoths. And they're fighting this like reptilian uh, group. Yeah, the only thing I didn't like about it is it's all told in captions, so it's basically like a a book with pictures. Yeah. I I I didn't like it for one like I thought it was good. Like I thought it was a good story and I I, I like the art even. But it looked like it's Xeroxed, like sort of like a blurriness to it. That looked like they scanned these in after they were done. And they didn't scan properly, at least for my copy. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, it might have been that the. I don't know. Maybe the file. I don't know. It's only in some panels, though. I don't know. Or some pages. Maybe those pages, the resolution was messed up for some reason. Did you notice the date on this? This says somewhere near the Arctic Circle, December 21st, 2013. <laughs> I did not notice that. So yeah, it's 20... on Earth, but it's, the year is not. It's in the past. The recent past. I thought On the Wings of Love was good. Yeah, that was a nice little one and done story. I've seen these kind of... Uh, I, I've seen something similar in Ray Bradbury's... Uh, God, what was that? Martian Chronicles or something? <clears throat> this This one felt like it where... These three astronauts, or they they go to on this planet and they find this weird creature, and when they bring it aboard the ship, it actually gives them visions of, gives them different visions of people they love or whatever, 
and it manipulates them into sort of killing one another. Yeah. And and one of the, I think the astronauts look like people because the one astronaut looks like Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> yeah, the bigger guy. Yeah. Bill. Cotton. I like the art though. It's like a classic kind of style. <clears throat> Ernest Borgnine, and then the the I think the Lieutenant Jim Boyle kind of has like a Christopher Lee look to him. Yeah. In some panels, he looks like Nick Cage. I don't know. <laughs> I liked it. I like that was a solid issue. The cover is really nice too. I I love the cover on this one. This one had by far my favorite cover of the the bunch. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> And then six, we have, I think it's all new stories, isn't it? Yeah, Forsaken by the Gods is about Cleopatra and kind of how the pyramids were formed, it seems like. Yeah, and that's written by the guy who wrote the the jail one in the pre previous issue, the Casola guy. Art is really nice. I, I really like the uh, Heidi, Heidi Johnson. Really nice art yeah. and colors. Yeah, on it that was really one. nice. Yeah, this is just a nice little one and done. That the Egyptian gods were actually aliens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the art is really pretty impressive. Haunted is written by Alan Flores and Lucas Falapi. And uh, that's that's about a house where this guy loses his wife. He yeah, girl gets grave. dared, basically dared to go in the haunt, this haunted house. And when she goes in, she gets locked in it, and then she sees what happened there in the past. Mm-hmm. That was a good little story. I thought, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it too. Then we have Lords of the Cosmos, Chapter 1. Yeah, I thought the, the first story, the art was solid. Um, yeah, it, it was really it, good. It establishes the world, but it's so told Jason a lot Lennox through the caption. Art. Yeah, yeah the, the only... So the issue I had with it is they, they packed in too much information about this planet right off the bat before we even knew anything or connected with knew any characters or anything. And it was just like page after page of information about this planet. And it's like, we have nothing, no context yet. So it, on first read, it, it, it's hard to get anything out of it really. I thought. Yeah, I, I agree. It, it's total world building, but you need to read that first to understand the rest the rest of the pieces because you go into each part of the world. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So this tells like the different areas of the world, like the, the green, whatever. I can't remember the names of the spots, the green areas. There's basically, so it's a planet that's run by the main city is gem spire. And then there's these like pipes all over the world that, deliver fuel to the different areas 
And a lot of the areas, this planet's in a, a state of peace right now. I mean, there's different areas where they do different things. Some of the areas are bad, like the Jade Plateau, where War Queen Amazonica rules her tribes. And then there's one bad place, which is the Fortress of Axiom, which where Umex is. Yeah, that's the villain. This is a world of peace, but the villain wants to turn it into chaos. Right. So then the second story is the Disciples of Umex. <laughs> They're a cult of death. And then you see Umex, who's kind of like a cyborg-looking guy. He looks like Deathlock, kind of. Like something yeah, like Deathlock. Yeah, he does look like... He does, yeah, a little bit like Deathlock. And then there, there's a, a Psycor, which is a cybernetic unicorn. <laughs> it's interesting how he goes back in a future issue and tells the origin of Psycor. Yeah, in the next issue, yeah, yeah. we get the origin of Psycor. Yeah, so I, I, I like the second story, but the first story is good. Like, after I read number seven, I went back and read the one in six. Yeah. And, like, the opening pages made a lot more sense. Yeah. After I had gotten some of the stories in the worlds. Yeah, it took it took me until the second issue to sort of appreciate everything I read before it. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. Like, I'm like, this story's big. Like, it's... The, this world is extravagant. There's a lot of part moving parts and pieces to this world. Yeah, different and, areas. And, and we're 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 visiting a lot of snippets of the world. And, right. And there's like a war gonna start because the world has been at peace for so long. Mhm. And there's mysteries on the planet too. Yeah. Like they don't know the full story of how stuff got there. This next one I liked a lot, Space Hoarder, for oh, yeah, for, for, a, for a lot of reasons, because I'm a hoarder, and I'm old, <laughs> and I'm like, why do you want to take my shit away so kind crazy. of stuff? Like I, <laughs> This is by Jonathan Thompson with uh, art by Jorge Luis Gabato, and uh, there's this guy that lives on an asteroid. Like He, he just sits on his porch. He's all happy there with his animal. He's an alien. He's got his, yeah, a little pet. Little pet lizard thing and there's these assholes that come you know like he just sits there and collects stuff and just wants peace and these guys Stares are saying out at the cosmos we have found that this asteroid is overloaded with junk and this is this ain't junk this is my life this is my property you don't touch more <laughs> goddamn you know like and they're they're pushing him around that, have... that's where that's where we could relate right because yeah there's too many comics There's in too here. There's too many comics. It's a bunch in of here. junk. What are you talking about? This isn't junk. This yeah, is my life. <laughs> this is what I love is he has a specific thing. He goes, "You don't understand this stuff. It comforts me. It makes me feel safe." <laughs> <laughs> and then they're looking for something specific, and they have these like Geiger counters, and they're looking for something, and they're saying, "Oh, it's here, but we can't find it. What are you looking for?" I'll tell you right now, whatever you're looking for, you ain't going to get it. And he shoots shoots this guy and then ends up shooting all of them. He kills all, all of them. He kills all of them. 
And he's like, stupid creatures thinking I'm dumb, disturbing my peace. And then he takes off his shirt, and it looks like he's got, like, whatever they're looking for, I think, on him. Like, it's part of him. Yeah, I think... That's what I, I tell got. if he was wearing it or if it was inside of him. I think it was inside of him. I think it's inside of him. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I thought the dialogue yeah, was, was crisp. Was I thought the art was, like, fantastic for what they were trying to get across. The dialogue was spectacular like i can relate to this and shit who can't relate to an, a hoarder yeah <laughs> an old hoarder in space just wants to be left alone on. this stuff gives me my peace <laughs> leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was good and then seven so we have the continuation of bark at the moon and lord of the cosmos and then a, a Rook 13 short. God, I just love, I love the art in this thing, A Bark on the Moon. I love the dialogue. I, the dialogue is just so smooth, smooth by Hanu Keslola. Like it's, like he, he opens up with, God damn it. This is the fourth riot we've had in here within a month. What the fuck are you going to do to make them stop? <laughs> like he's just chewing out these cops. And one of them's a babe, right? And he's like, Jones, actually, there's one thing I want to go through with you. Yes, Warden. <laughs> These guys are like walking out and they said, they're going to fuck again, aren't they? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, well, there's no surprise about which one of us is getting a raise next month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this guy just wants to go home to his pregnant wife. You know, this one cop. And this guy's getting transported in a transport to Saturn. He's like, you don't understand. It's not safe to take me to Saturn. It's bad enough with one moon, and Saturn has many moons. Mm -hmm. And these guys have been locked up together, and I think one of them is potentially wanted for murder now because of the riot. Yeah, because they found him... Because someone got stabbed, right? Yeah. Have you ever he, seen... He picked up the gun. <clears throat> Have you ever seen Heavy Metal, the movie? Yeah. Do you remember that guy that was like that Superman chiseled, drawn chin, and he was mm -hmm. wanted for crimes, and he turns into that monster? That's what this reminded me of, of when this guy hits the moon, he turns into a werewolf and just starts destroying everything. Yeah, 62 moons to howl at. <laughs> yeah. I like, I just like the subtle humor on this. Like, before this werewolf breaks into this one jail cell where these guys are, you know, waiting there to figure out if they're going to be wanted for more, uh, the guy's taking a shit, you know, reading the paper. And this guy just butts in and he barely has time to pull up his pants. <laughs> and says, Dave, this is our chance to get out of here. I like this story a lot. I think it's great. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's funny. See, this Lords of the Chaos, though, look at all the... Dennis Fallon it does the story on the first one. Jason Palmeter does the story on the second one. And Dennis Fallon, the story on the third. 
Oh, is there, and I didn't the art, the switch of the art changes across three different artists. So it's it's. I will say that the three different artists are very similar styles, though. It's it's not dramatically <clears throat> different. No, they're all really good. Oh yeah, I didn't notice that. Yeah, the second story is by someone else. Yeah, written by someone else. No, I I, I liked the art in all of them. I think I like the art in the the underwater one the best. Yeah, that Although one's I like really the, good. The main art is pretty good too. Yeah. So there's a so this one has there's just the first story is about some I don't know if she's a bounty hunter or what she is, but she's walking around the planet. She's searching for yeah, she's searching for Bonesaw, right? Who's wanted. And she's kind of following the uh, the pipes that cover the planet, delivering the fuel. And she realizes that Bonesaw is actually leading her to the, to this uh, this giant eyeball in the ground. I had to go pause there because she was throwing a fit. <laughs> I don't know if we're feeding her enough. Like, I don't know if she's starving. She wants something. Well, I'm going to feed her and see if I can get her to quiet up just for the remainder of our discussion. <laughs> so the second story is the one we talked about, which gives the history of Psychor. Which basically is getting kicked out of the mystic lands. Cast out for treachery. And then he goes to Umex, who gives who turns him into Psychor. I think my the art is on that one on the villain is my least favorite. It's just not as smooth. Yeah, it wasn't as good as the first first story with him. It's good. Like, I don't think it's bad. Yeah. I just don't think it's as smooth. Yeah. Agreed. And then at the end, the, this one deer says, Agus is coming. The Lord of the, Co Lord of, Lord well, of the Cosmos. Well, they do mention, like, the Aegis a lot. Yeah. He will come. He will finally come. I'll find him and with his help avenge you, my woods brothers. And then you got like the undersea world being developed here. Two pirates kind of on the sea talking about a legend of these creatures. And they actually get end, end up getting killed. A shred tooth. Yeah, so I think I was the same place as you on these, where at first I wasn't really into it because there was too much information, but the more I read, the more I started getting into this world. Yeah, it's pretty elaborate. It's well thought of. Like, there there was a lot of thought put into that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I wonder... If at some point the whole 
story comes together into one main story or if it's going to continue in just little stories like this. I did look it up. There's it was apparently a, a Kickstarter. Which seems to be the trend with a yeah. lot of these stories. Yeah, or, or if they're from overseas. Yeah, or yeah. Translations. Wow, there's there's a lot of planet comics. We're really behind. God damn. Are we? I have let's see, we went through seven and uh we have eight through well I have eight through uh fourteen in hand. Woo! I think we ought to. So we're halfway through. <laughs> I think we ought to at least put that on our next, or we could switch to horror. If you want to switch, if you want, we we could switch to horror or exciting because we just did jungle last time. Yeah, let's switch to <laughs> what haven't we done in a while? Uh, horror. Yeah, we can do horror. The next three and I horror. think we're gonna get to that one. Alice in Wonderland story, Jabberwocky, and the next one. We'll do the next three. Let's see. What? Where did we leave off? Yeah, let me look and see what what the last one I read was. Horror comic. Horror. Horror comics. comics. Nine. No, ten. Wait, fourteen was the last one we read. Yeah, so we could do 15, 16, and 17, I think. 15 through 17. What was the other thing we were going to read? Uh, Cheeky. Oh, Cheeky. Yeah, hopefully I'll, I should get that this week. And then I, I, I'm up for anything that, you wanna, that you've read or that you want to try number ones of. Okay. I'll throw in a couple. <clears throat> I've read Hitomi, if you want to read that. That that was really good. I liked it. Yeah, I need to read. There's a couple I need to read for to see if I want to order the trades. This Hitomi is is something that you would see in like in a samurai tale, like or or something you would see in uh what was that Disney live action film that they just did of the cartoon? I can't remember what it was, but yeah, I got to take her for a walk. She's going to read that. She is. Can we also, I also want to read 20th century men. Okay. Yeah, sure. So we got cheeky 20th century men. Hitomi. And uh, what, was, what was Jungle Comics? I mean, uh, Horror Comics, what numbers again? 15 through 17. 15 through 17. We also got tons of Spawn, but... I was just going to say, yeah, we might want to do some... <laughs> do you want to just cover... Do you want to just catch up on Spawn? I'll... I'll uh, you, you IM me on Spawn what you have, and then All I'll right. go... I'll catch up on that. Yeah, I gotta see where we left off and what issue I have up. Yeah, to. because if we <laughs> if we don't 
we're gonna fall dramatically yeah, we'll be way behind. Far behind. <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll do spawns. Okay, so you'll let me know which ones. Yeah. And I better get started. That's quite the load. Are we far behind? Yeah, we're probably a couple issues at least. We're probably at least. In my case, I'm three issues behind on every title. In your case, you're probably two issues. <clears throat> or close to it. Ooh. Let me look. Spawn. Spawn Pride. Looks like 335 was the last issue I read. Mm -hmm. So we'll just press. All right. All right, so we have a plan for what we're covering next time. I'll probably watch another Death Wish, the remake again. Uh, <laughs> oh, you, so you've watched that before? I have seen the Bruce Willis one. But I'm more curious to watch it now that I have all the movies in context. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, you'll be able to catch any... <clears throat> yeah, like how, how, close, how close were they to the source material? Yeah. Because I had never seen the original. I had only okay. seen two, so yeah. I'm real curious to watch it again. But uh, you can find us at geekbrunchpodcast.com, and you could click on Facebook and click the like button for the same the same name. And you could follow Bill at dbm00 and me at Mike Myers Brunch on Twitter. And emails email us at mike at comicbooknoise.com and uh, Bill. Bill at comicbooknoise.com. You know, I wanted to add something to our list, and I forgot. Oh, I wanted to add White Savior. I don't know if you bought that. White Savior? Yeah. Did you buy that? Oh, let me look. Ah, uh, white. That was a dark horse book. White savior. <clears throat> yes, I did get it. Yeah, I want to cover that one. Okay. Yeah, that one's interesting because I got contacted by the guys, and I, I know. I don't do interviews, so I pointed them to Jason from Hawaii from Comics for Fun and Profit, mm -hmm. and he interviewed them, and I listened to the first part, and it's just weird how they discovered us. Like, it's just out of the blue. Like, th these two guys don't even listen to podcasts, and they yeah. found ours. Like, <laughs> it, it's just so odd, because, like, we're not... Nowhere near as big as many other podcasts, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And they found ours and they had listened to us. So it's just odd because the, they, Jason asked him, well, do you listen to them? Or he, And he said, no, we just tried one of Mike's. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, uh, I, I just thought that was odd. But uh, funny. yeah, I want to check out that book. So you can talk All about right. it. All right. Well, I'm going to go take my dog for a walk and hopefully she gets that out of her system. <laughs> yeah, she definitely needs something. 
Well, she could be. She could be hungry. I we've never fed her as much as they're asking us to feed her. I mean, well, they didn't tell us like how much to feed her, but I looked at, you know, this prescription diet stuff like digestive tract stuff, and I'm like, how yeah. do you? How much do you feed a sixty pound dog? And we've never fed, fed like a lot of cans to him. We fed like half a can in the morning, half a can at night, and then maybe a quarter of a can in the night. And it said 11 cans for a 60-pound dog. I'm like, holy shit. That's a lot of fucking food from what she normally eats. Or 11 cans a day? Yeah. Like one one? Well, I just looked up per per weight. Because, you know, every dog's going to be different. And I, I, I just looked up 60 pounds. She's about 63 pounds. So, Seems like a ridiculous amount of food. <laughs> it does. So I don't know. Like That can't be right. Maybe she's starving. I don't know. I gave her some more food, and she seemed to shut up for a bit. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk to you soon. And you, you might want to get a head start on this stuff because... Don't leave the spawns to the last minute. The spawns were looking saying. at about eight at a minimum. And then we have three comics of horror comics. And then we have three one shots. And Cheeky's probably got a little bit of meat to it. It's at least 48 pages. <clears throat> All right. I'll have to start reading now. Yeah. Oh, and let's just throw in Savage Dragon because you already read it. That's, yeah. Perfect. I only have to read it. Oh, she's back to barking. Yeah. Why did I... I looked it up. Okay. Savage Dragon. Maybe it's 1.1 cans. Maybe I, I'll, I'll uh, show Barb what I was looked up and then... <laughs> She thinks I'm crazy now, but I agree with her. She's always right. I'm always. It can't wrong. be eleven cans. That's, a, <laughs> That's so much food. Like a case. <laughs> Harley's like, give me another can. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll talk to you soon. All right. All right. Bye. Yeah.